I just didn't know what to do with myself. It, it, it seemed like in, in sort of lost interest. But Are uh, you trying to say that the game wasn't well... Uh, uh, well structured in that it didn't you didn't know what to do like you didn't like well, okay I, I created I, my character now what or what well, do you also mean? realize like how like, our, like you know just like when we're in art today and like we get stumped like we go to YouTube or whatever that just did not exist there was a book that came with this motherfucker and <laughs> <laughs> like you'd have to get this book out and like read, you know, a bunch of like, like <laughs> had to had to read and shit. Moba, Dota, Doom, Boom, Wave, Esport, Lips. <laughs> That was the title. That was the title of your outline for this new, new Fortnite. This one. Did you say new Fortnite? <laughs> That's what you put down. No, dude. you left out the new Fortnite. <laughs> it's new not, Fortnite. Uh, new Fortnite, Mobado. <laughs> it, listeners, listeners, this is this is how Chuck titled the episode. <laughs> it says it says EP eighteen online multiplayer colon. New Fortnite, and then all in capital letters, MOBA, DOTA, DOOM, BOOM, WAVE, ESPORT, LIPS. <laughs> it says LIPS at the end. That, right, that's the SEO freaking dream thing right there. A lot of people pay <laughs> oh, yeah. good money for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we're just, and we're not paying a dime for it. This that's is just right. all organic <laughs> love right here. Yeah. 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 So... New Fortnite MOBA Dota Doom Boom Wave Esport Lips coming at you, <laughs> listeners. And while we're on that note, uh, welcome gamers, non-gamers, PVEers, PVPers, and even NPCs. We do not discriminate. This is the New Wave Gaming Podcast, episode 18. <sighs> I'm Ovox. And I'm Chuck Tomahawk. Yeah, and we're very excited to be here with you. Episode 18, man, we're scratching forward. We're creeping and crawling through the dungeon, approaching our 20th. Yeah, baby. Is that a milestone? I don't think it is. It feels like one for us, but I don't think in the larger scheme of things. I feel like 26 is kind of a milestone, uh, because that'd be like a year of uh, episodes if you you think of it every two weeks. Uh, Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. All right, so yeah, we'll wait wait until 26 before uh, cheersing on that, but hey, we're getting close to 20. Um, great to be here with you, man. Happy New Year to you, Chuck T, and Happy New Year to everyone listening. Hope everyone, and you, Chuck, I hope you had a great time and everyone else did as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, you as well. It, uh, 2023 seems strange. Like, uh, here we are, whole new year. Here we are, yeah. <laughs> um, so, this was, everyone, this was a great topic we're going to be getting into. Uh, it's Chuck's idea. So we're going to be getting an education here a little bit on uh, online gaming. And I think it's fair to say that comes with the multiplayer kind of attached to it organically, right? Online multiplayer. Uh, So we're going to have a great conversation, maybe get a little educated on the matter and definitely talk about our own experiences. Uh, Wouldn't you say, Chuck? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think it's important to differentiate like, the very first multiplayer was sort of a two-player situation where, you know, we were both in the same room with, with two controllers and, and uh, 
you know, so everybody got a little taste of that in the video game world. And, and, you know, that's just kind of hard to record to recreate. Like you don't always have your buddy over, or, uh, you know, the best competition in the world available. But, uh, once, uh, ways, you know, came along uh, for us to be connected, it, it, uh, you know, what we might call online, it kind of was a game changer at that point. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting to, to see the history of that. Man, it is, it is. So this, I, yeah, I found, I thought this was going to be a great topic to jump on, um, and break down and just have some fun with, cause I definitely have some online gaming experiences way back. And, uh, certainly to date, you know, we, we play Warzone a lot. We play mm-hmm. Ark a lot. We play, um, certainly other games, uh, Eve online. I play a bunch. We, we play a lot of online gaming. I think most gamers do. It'd be fair to say. Yeah. Maybe not most, but I mean, there's got to be a huge segment of like the active gaming community that uh, even if, you know, because even like on PlayStation, not not to go down a rabbit hole so soon in the episode, <laughs> but like on PlayStation, you know, you basically got to be online just to play even single player campaign sometimes, you know, like especially if you're, you know, on the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Plus, you know, scene yeah. you gotta be you've gotta be connected there to some extent that's interesting because in the very beginning i kind of shied away from it to be honest with you it, it uh <laughs> I, i've always been a bit of an introvert and like human interaction sometimes especially as it it, it kind of creeped its way into this world uh i was a little little hesitant at first and 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 kind of avoided uh those interactions and i can remember in the early days of xbox uh like even even before you could talk to each other, you could leave each other these short messages, and and uh, you know I can remember getting those, you know, like somebody saying you're trash and, and that, <laughs> like uh, so yeah, it's interesting how that's what how, you remember from that. Yeah, well, of it's, it's it's interesting how like like it's it went from you're that trash. to like now it's like I I don't I hardly ever like I'm not online, you know, other than a little bit of God of War I played recently, you know, going through the campaign. Like I think I'm always online if I'm playing. So, uh, yeah, yep. it's interesting to see that evolution. Uh, yeah. And it'll be fun to get into that today. Well, giving this a little bit of structure, let's pre let's preview kind of what we want to talk about. We're going to jump into a little bit of history of, of online multiplayer, uh, I, I'm sure we'll certainly mention the milestone games throughout the development of multiplayer online gaming. I keep saying multiplayer, but it's really online gaming that we're talking about here. Yeah, it's only- we might we might use them ex- inter- uh, interchangeably a little bit, even though they're not necessarily the same thing is that fair to say chuck we might be using those terms kind of interchangeably yeah yeah it's like we yeah. don't mean you know multiplayer just like four guys sitting on a couch like we mean you know multiplayer like big scale large scale multiplayer um large scale multiplayer or, or and rather multiplayer of any scale but where they're being connected via telecommunications yeah right that's really the i mean even more than the large scale characteristic, which certainly emerges, we'll, we'll see here. But I mean, even if it's just two, two people, it, it's really that online connection via telecommunications aspect. Yeah. But there's, yeah. I think, um, just to backtrack real quick, you mentioned something in the beginning about, uh, the, I think you said the best competition or the best player being a friend or something to that effect. And I, I just wanted to mention this cause I don't want to forget it. Uh, right at the top, um, it was on a video that we were checking out for this topic. I think it was from the Gamer Channel. I think that's the name of it. I, I might be wrong. But anyways, the host of that video said, 
that the, like the foundational principle of was set or like of online gaming is that quote there is no greater challenger than another human player and there is no greater fun than playing with a friend <laughs> right True. and when he said True. that i was like man oh man <laughs> bye <Yeah>. golly <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah ain't yeah. that the truth man yeah and i think you know uh not 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 that this counts as an online game it certainly wasn't but uh Except I think it is now. It is now. There's the new remastered version of GoldenEye 007. But that was a really great example um, out of my personal experience because, like, I wasn't around back in the... Like, I think in that video they used Pong as an example of proof of concept that playing with another person, those Mm -hmm. little paddles, that little ping-pong simulation game back from the... I mean, when was Pong originally released? Like, in the 50s or 60s or something, dude? (laughs) Like, way back then? Something Mm -hmm. like that. But that was... Certainly proof of concept way back when, but for me, my own personal experience playing GoldenEye on a little square, you know, TV that's split into four chunks and we're all sitting next to each other playing that game and we had so much fun. That was just like, it made it very obvious that um, you could put all the NPCs you want into a game and make them as real as you want, you know, all the AI in the world you want, but there's nothing better than playing with, you know, someone else. (laughs) <laughs> friend friend or foe will come to see <laughs> it, it's so right? true it's so true and and, and I, I i think i i wonder what exactly why that is i think the first thought is that the the human players are better but i i think it would be very easy for the gamer or you know for the game creator to make the ai like unbeatable and that also isn't fun so there's something about you know humans humans are are sort of exploitable like like i think that's where you know like trolling is born like like where you can you know (laughs) kind of get people to take risk and and things that ai wouldn't do you know just the most logical way to play so so there's nothing like a human being that that um yeah yeah you know it it makes it makes it super fun uh that's (laughs) yeah because um just all of our human characteristics you know the 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 the, uh the the nuances and the characteristics that make us what we are humans you know the um uh envy and this is all in game of course envy uh jealousy or um there's a bonding experience going on the bonding experience uh, we're both experiencing something at the same time and 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 you know it it, uh, it's a connection because you you can you can tell a lot about a person's personality of how they approach you know these things uh you know whether they they rush in or or they're more you know you know clever about it it, how they interact yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 touching on some of the more positive aspects and I guess my my brain was automatically going to the competitive aspect of online gaming by like, you know, just um cuz like when oh man, we're going down a rabbit hole really bad here already and we're not even into the episode yet. I guess should we uh Yeah, so we're going to we're going to try and uh, touch on the the history, how things evolved and then the latest uh like we'll you mentioned some things here in the outline check about cult classics. Um, our favorite multiplayer online experiences, interesting online game stories, longest running servers, things like that. Yeah. We'll try and touch on a little bit of all of that as, as well. 
Yeah, it's exciting. I, I, I think we see the human, you know, side of all, kind of creep into all these things. Like, like you know, it can be like the longest running ones. I think are are really interesting, and and yeah, just the things that happen. You know, when you turn people loose without a lot of rules uh, online. <laughs> see, um, you know, it's yeah. almost like uh, yeah, the developers will try to gear things in one direction, and and that's not always what happens. It seems like, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun, but um, but yeah, I, I. So, like, what what have you been playing? Like, have you played any any? I, I guess, uh, like I say, it's almost like all the gaming we do online is online these days. Like, what are you are you playing right now? Like, as far as, you know, it's funny because I I've really been playing, and and this just kind of goes what I was to mention uh, goes to what I was mentioning earlier that even with single player games, you're really online in a lot of ways, especially uh, well, re- kind of regardless of what. Uh, platform you're on I was, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring finally mm. got that you know and um, <clears throat> we updated as you know brother we updated to the PS5 Woo, yeah. yeah man <laughs> finally right alright not even gonna get into that but uh, well I mean yeah. it, I think it's fair like first impression like like just to give our viewers first impression of the PS5 uh, oh I'm stoked st- I, mean, there's, there's, I mean there's plenty of impressions <laughs> online you know yeah. uh, there's um, I'm, I'm sure that m- most people listening to this probably already have one or like, what took you guys so long, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. well, and what, Hey, to be fair, man, you had one like in your closet for eight months. That's true. It's so and true. You didn't want to unbox it. I don't even know what's going on there, but we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Now that I see <laughs> how compatible it is, like, like that was, that was a bit more of a mistake than, than I realized, but, but I have my reasons for sure. And, and it's been fun to enjoy <laughs> that with you guys. Like, like, you know, kind of at the same time, uh, Dude, we got it. We got to yeah. tell the listeners, man, I, I don't, I think we already brought this up in a prior episode. If we did, apologies, but I got to bring it up again because I thought it was so funny. I mean, I was like, why in the hell? Like, why didn't you bust that thing out? Like, uh, I asked Chuck, and he's like, well, I just wanted to wait for you guys to get one. <laughs> and I remember, what? Well, to be fair. I'm just, want, I'm just waiting for you and Pepe Tortilla to get one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think on the one hand. Chuck has been suffering for his homies, which I... I love you for that, man. I was afraid Sorry. that like the playing the forest and and arc and things like that just wouldn't work like that. Like like I didn't realize that you know how well they had integrated that into that. I just assumed I would have to buy those games again. And and um, yeah, I was in a limited space sort of situation there, and and knew I was going to get a new place, and uh, you know just wanted to kind of open it at the new place in, in some respects, and and also avoid those. Uh, uh, conflicts of um, compatibility and yeah that's just kind of what led to that but uh, um, hey you know and I like tying it back into the topic of today online gaming that that compatibility that you're referring to when you say like yeah. I just didn't realize how compatible it was that's, like that yeah. it, it would, wouldn't even phase you like you're, you're literally just turning it's like you're just rebooting and going right back into it it's because it's all online man very Isn't true. Isn't that nuts? Very true. It, it, like li- listeners, especially young ones, like you got to understand, like if like if you, I guess if you're past a certain DOB, you know, date of birth or DOG date of gaming or whatever you want to call it, man. Like if you're past a certain threshold, no. there's a point where it's like, yeah, <laughs> like where stuff like that, when you reflect on it, um, like in my case, you know, born in 87, gaming was a lot different back then. Uh, and you've seen it evolve and to think like that now this all just floats on a cloud, it's mind boggling 
right? Like, well, it's nuts. And, well, and also understand <laughs> that that through if you if you look at my history, I you know it would be a fair prediction to to predict that it wouldn't work compatibly somehow you know like like yeah. and, and, and so, because that's been the history of, of the past like these things have never worked in my life right? <laughs> even staying in the box they will you know you it can happen but it's it's gonna be a hassle you know and and so yeah i, I think you know if you're younger and and like you've always the internet's always existed in in your lifetime like like that alone you know is is uh like a, a ton of information to to find out solutions like 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 you know yep. for what's wrong and also like yep. the you know the the conduit for that uh you know compatibility oh. and and that that is I, I think that's also a great impression of the new PS5 it it does seem faster like like far as how long we end up waiting and you know server screens and and holy crap it's yeah, faster yeah, dude. It, yeah, it's, it's ridiculously faster it's than PlayStation 4 and that's even on my weak ass one megabyte internet down here that I got with you know Telmex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep get I keep getting messages like próximamente habrá fibra óptica en su zona. You know, <laughs> there were there will, there will soon be fiber optics in your zone. I got that message like half a year ago, dude. Like I, I remember calling him going, "Hey, so when I get the, that message, like what is Proximamente mean for you guys. <laughs> what does soon mean for Telmax? Because <laughs> it's been half a year, man. I need that. Holy it's hard. Shit. Yeah. I'll throw on a YouTube video and everything crashes. Um, <laughs> but you just made a point, and yeah. listeners, we swear we're gonna get to the to the opening uh, chapter of the topic of this episode. Um, we're gonna go back in time a little bit, but before that, uh, like. What you were just talking about, uh, that preoccupation of compatibility of like, okay, I got this new thing and it's supposed to put me online to game with people, but gosh, I got to set it up with my huge PC because, you know, this is back in the day, you know, equipment was different back then. This is something that I used to experience a lot when, when I was very, very young and Age of Empires was like popping, man. It was one of those online games where you could connect with someone else in the world and battle them on Age of Empires, you know, which mm -hmm. one of the, it's one of those, uh, I think they're called real-time strategy, yeah. you know, up, down, you look down on them, yeah. <clears throat> kind of like StarCraft in a way, but based on more like real, anyway, real history, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, I remember struggling so hard to get online to play with someone because, you know, you had to do the dial-up and it was like, <laughs> 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 you know, it sounded, I think there's a point there where it sounded like a cop car was coming up the driveway, almost like coming out of the computer. You know, like Jesus, yeah, what's up with all this sound? And then the, like the machine would make Not that sound. It was like <laughs> coming for me, coming for the widow. Uh, um, but anyways, so when you said that part about compatibility, man, I just had a nostalgic flashback of how I used to struggle to actually get online to play against someone, you know, just figuring that out versus today, how easy it is. In fact, you can go back to PlayStation two, uh, which was released in, in 2000 and it had, it was the first, um, at least for Sony, it was their first platform that had an online integration type of thing. Xbox and, Live. Uh, uh, Xbox came one year later. Yeah. Uh, correct. Yep. Uh -huh. And they had their own thing, but, so those were kind of like the first consoles to have integrated online going. Uh, and that was a huge advantage. Like, it, it, you know, it was so much different. You turn on the console, 
plug it in, you know, go online. Oh, Great. Dude. You know, but before that, gosh, darn, man, I used to struggle so hard. I hated it. I, I like. Dude, I remember when it. the dial up went from 28K to 56K and it was like the commercials for the 56K was like, you know, you, you were basically going from like, you know, a, a 22 rifle to a Gatling gun or something. Got the new 56K modem and like, whoa. And yeah. And just uh, just for anyone that, that uh, is unfamiliar, like you like said, anyone that grew up in the internet age, what's the K? What is the 56K versus the the prior uh, iterations? Uh, is that kilobytes? you're referring to the speed? I, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Which are, what is it, a thousand kilobytes makes one megabyte, which it takes a thousand megabytes to make one gigabyte, which is what, you know, our. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, if you okay, so you're referring to this system. Okay, okay I understand now. Gotcha. And, and gotcha. I, I can tell you for sure I didn't understand at that time, but I knew I wanted it. You know, you're like, like it's, yeah, we it's got to be K. like at least 20 more than the last. Yeah, that's like 700% <laughs> more K. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I mean it might as well be a capital K <laughs> no shit <laughs> that's about how much we knew about online stuff like, it was so new man yeah well I, I mean yeah, this, I can tell you it's twice as good as 28 <laughs> <laughs> Like, it seems like that's why they went with 56. <laughs> that's like, times two. That's clean math right there. <laughs> Not times 1.5. Oh, clean no. math. Oh, God. Oh, this is too much. I can do that in my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, was, that shit worked too, man. I, I mean, it, yeah, that 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 to me is one of my favorite parts of of like looking into this. Is like, I I, I don't know that I understood when that moment was exactly, and and uh, you know when it when it really became a thing because. You know, I think like if you again, like if you just really break multiplayer down, it, it it probably first happened in a room where two people were playing pong against each other, right in a in the same room, you know, controlling the same yep. computer, and um, you know, and if we say like through media, like we almost have to say electronic media because I I think there's examples of people playing cards over um, newspapers and and you know things things like that, like like there's a way that that you know you can kind of you know, communicate with a pen pal, I think through the mail or something and play chess and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, again, like that essence of a human being is kind of still there. And, and I think why people probably sought those things out, but once you could actually yeah. do this over a net, like somehow, and I think in the very beginning, um, there's even a period where it's like local area networks, like where, you know, maybe we all get in the same room with, uh, yeah. our computers, well, uh, you know, which is interesting, uh, that this might be the perfect opportunity to really open up this episode, uh, beginning at the beginning, yeah. the nine the nineteen seventies. Chuck, what do you what do you got for us? How can you educate us on the very beginning of online multiplayer? Like like a lot of the seventies stuff, it seems like it was it was more like in in the same room kind of thing. Like like it wasn't until you know we get you hear people mention the 50s even even a little bit and and you know there being some sort of 
internal network, but in the seventies, you start hearing something. Did you, did, did you run across something where they, they talk about a mud? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you grinning? A multi, multi-user dungeon. You ever, did you, Is this you a ever, continuation of Mr. Ever, C's class? <laughs> No, just kidding. no, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, not. I did, man. Mud. Um, what is and a you got to give credit to these developers. You can clearly tell that they weren't getting any uh, marketing counsel or publisher support, you know, on name choosing. Um, Dude, yeah, I... the the muds, uh, and it seems like they f- appeared according to our research in the 1970s, and mud stands for multi-user dungeon. Um, and just for the record, listeners, we did pull a lot of our, our research and info from, you know, good old wiki and other sites, a lot of articles and YouTube videos. But, yeah, we've got these MUDs, multi-user dungeons, and it seems like they were, well, as they describe, packet-based computer networking internal, like, well, internal networks. And that's kind of like what I'm, what you were just referring to, Chuck. Yeah. At least that's how I understand it. They'd kind of have like, let's just say there's a uh, some sort of a research building, or there's mm-hmm. a computer science department in, in a university, and they're you know kind of at the tip of the spear with the advancement of telecommunication between computers in different locations. Let's just um, we're just hypothesizing here. I think I don't know if that's a word. If it is, if it isn't, I'm it isn't I'm making it up. Um, and so you got this place, there's a bunch of students there, there's a director, I suppose, and they've kind of created this, this network with, uh, amongst their own internal computers, meaning that network that they've created doesn't leave that room or that building or department, whatever the case may be. But, you know, they've successfully created a connection, and within that network, they're able to uh, create these MUDs, multi-user dungeons, where they can each on their own respective computer, perhaps, even if it's maybe across the building or maybe stuff like that. Uh, Anyways, long story short, it was a network created in that fashion and they could pass these packets of information, which were basically um, text-based games, Mm -hmm. right? That's really uh, what it came down to. These were just text-based games, but it allowed multiple people to interact via these MUDs. Sorry, that was very long-winded. No, that, <laughs> but that's pretty I, much it. I, I think that's an awesome foundation for it. Like you know, just where, how how basically we've went from being in the same room to being in a room next door, or maybe upstairs, or or even you know down ten floors or something in, in a in a large office building, and and how how cool that is, and how you know they probably almost had the, the the initial version of a like sort of in-house email thing going on, but people immediately you know, oh. weaponized it to play games. <laughs> We're talking levels of excitement that all of us gamers have felt, and this is felt in obviously in other uh, areas as well, but it's just that that level of, of excitement and enjoyment and anticipation and uh, surprise that you, f- like the first time you ever tried a Battle Royale game, mm-hmm. like the first time you, you switched over, fr- you know, like you f- the first time you, uh, I don't know. Played a PlayStation Two after you know, or what? You know, there's these there's these pinnacle moments where you get this true f- like feeling of of joy and excitement. And <laughs> I can only like, and you, I know you, I know all of the listeners. I know you know what I'm talking about. That feeling, right? Like yeah. God, you just all day you're thinking about that thing. This is exactly what these are. What these people were feeling back then. 
mm-hmm. I mean, or pot, potentially way more than that, way much more excitement. Because this was like, like you said, man, you're going from like basically like, oh, I got this game I can play by myself or I can have someone right next to me and it's very limited to uh, reaching these feats of distance. Where <laughs> even if, you know, and I, I just, I, I'm trying to put my mind back into that time just and just... Well, and too, like, shout out for being able to play a game while you're at work. Because I know anytime I ever had a chance to do that, like, the government computers, they were they were sure to keep a lot of, you know, they took that solitaire right out of there, out of the old Windows 95. Like, yeah. you know, uh, like, I don't know if that was ever online. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. later iterations yeah. of it was. But, but yeah, just to Windows be, 95, be playing a game, geez, playing a game at work. Because I imagine these guys, like I say, I, I see it for more like communications for, for work, you know, related things and sharing. Um, information and things like that and, and uh, you know ultimately they've kind of kind of used it to, to created these multi-user dungeons where they could uh, they could play games and 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 get that thrill that you're talking about and, and also I, I would imagine like like they could sense that what we have today was possible you, you know that that these are only going to get better and you know there's yeah, Moore's man, that's, that's what I'm talking computer. about. That that feeling, that discovery. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my! Like, look at what we're look at what we're stumbling upon. Yeah. And they didn't stumble upon it. I mean, they they actively created these things and designed them. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a pretty exclusive group that knows you know knows what's to come at this point, and and you know has yeah. a little bit of uh, probably. Uh, influence on on where it's going um yeah i think that's an awesome foundation for you know where this excitement comes from and what what you know prompts people to want to dude can you just imagine being back in the 70s you're like in stanford or something dude you got bell bottoms on you're probably (laughs) baked out of your dome you're studying you know you're in the computer lab then all of a sudden your little like huge super heavy boxy computer just like gets a little ding says you have received one mud <laughs> a little would you like to joy. open your mud <laughs> a little multi-user dungeon yeah <laughs> like, oh, uh, let's see what Obox like, oh, is up to over there in the political science building like you know, or something <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's it appears that that is the beginning that is the foundation the the uh, first brick, if you will, in the online multiplayer history, 1970s, text-based MUDs, multi-user dungeons. Uh, fast forward, 1980s, mm-hmm. what do we got? ARPANET. ARPANET. Dude, that sounds like, you know, the next iteration of Skynet or like something like that or like, you know, <laughs> the next Terminator movie, whatever, ARPANET. Damn. I, you know, what stands out for me about this time period is that, here here you had the first sort of beginnings of something similar to the internet and you know yep. i think it's important to to point out that it comes from the department of defense and and where you know research into something that you know might have been for for military purposes is kind of bled over into more of, hey. of a social experience um, hate it or love it happens all the time yeah yeah i think you know that's one of the arguments of why we you know it's important to have a space program and things like like we get a lot of uh you know technology out of it um you know you get the tempurpedic bed from the astronaut's bed or you know something like that uh you know that it, that improves our our standard of living or quality of life 
Um, yep. And I, I think this, um, yeah, the, what the ARPANET is the Advanced Research Projects Agency Network. Ooh. Yeah. And I, I feel like like we're kind of going into a time period here where where you know maybe you could do it like say more across the state like you were saying earlier and 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 also um, you know more regionally. It, it did in ARPANET. Did you mention already the, the, uh, what did you mention about ARPANET? You said it's advanced research projects agency network. And then we got this here. It was the first wide area packet switch network. Yep. Distributed control with distributed control and one of the first networks to implement the TCP IP protocol suite. That's, I think that's really the main, Mm -hmm. um, element about this stage in the evolution is that tcp ip protocol yeah it's kind of like the um, as i as i understand it it's part of you know how the internet works today Um, yes yeah it's like like the first example of that um okay yeah so that's why is that important then because it really sets the stage for the future the well i don't want to say future because they came very quickly in the following years, but that set the stage for our next evolutions of online gaming, which would come in the form of the local area network protocols and onto internet using, yes, the TCP IP protocol. True. True. In the 1990s. And and made it commercially viable. You know, like obviously there's a market for this and, and, you know, we can make some money, you know, doing this folks are, thirsting for this experience yep yep so i know we were going to have a spoiler in the in the beginning man i know you wanted to talk about the next stage here because i think you actually had more hands hands hands-on uh experience with it in the 90s the the we are doomed spoiler you had written on the top of the outline (laughs) what do you mean we're doomed chuck what you do you mean by that? I, I think when you look at what its software was doing, you know, with the, I think it started with Wolfenstein and then uh, Doom. I, I I can't remember exactly which episode, but we kind of talked about this in a prior episode of where they used sort of a of of an online distribution for this game. They they offered like a little bit of it free. And and then you, yeah. you 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 had to pay. I forget the exact exact specifics of that, uh, but. Like they were kind of leading the way in in that respect, and uh, they were making this, you know, first person shooter world. But at the exact same time, as I as I you know was kind of looking into the history of it, they there was a moment I think where they were going to kind of do something different and and put like a lot more time into the story. But right at the end, they decided to include a death match sort of version of it that. Uh, that could be played over over more of a, like like a local area network type situation, and uh, that laid the groundwork for like not only like I say the first person shooter, which is is incredibly popular today, but an an actual deathmatch multiplayer where you could play against four people. Um, Dang it! <laughs> that was the moment, you know, like like we were kind of you know hyping up earlier of, of how. You had an actual human being, you know, instead of yeah, just some floaty bouncing around, you know, spawn of hell and you fighting as a space marine. Like you were <laughs> like, you know, fighting the real deal, you know, an actual 
human, um, yeah, that wanted to win just as bad uh-huh. as you did. And um, that, I think, um, that set off, right? What was the name of their, uh, of the platform they were, that they created and did that on? Because I remember that, uh, what was his name? John Carmack? No, it was it John, John Romero. And, uh, what's the name, other guy's name? Carmack? The guys from It Software. The, the names, but uh, I, I, I can't remember specifically. Oh, Chuck, you're killing me, Smalls. Come on, man. <laughs> you're the brains behind this operation. Um, Carmack. Hold on, I got to bring it up. I'm going to activate a cheat code. Um, Carmack and Mar- Romero, I think. John Carmack and John Romero. Oh, they're both Johns. They're both Johns. <laughs> They're both Johns. <laughs> <laughs> they want and only. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Man, I'm trying to find a, a wiki article that I was reading yesterday where they really broke this down well. Um, yeah. The way I took Anyways. it as far as the multiplayer part of it is, is like say they had this deathmatch part where you could play you know sort of in a land type situation and um then around 1994 you started to see like third party com- companies sort of take advantage of of dial up and and there was a company called Duango that stood for dial up wide area network game operation and it was basically like a, a third-party service that you you could um, subscribe to that uh, allowed you to play four-person Doom like that over the Internet. Yeah, man, it got popular. Doom popularized <laughs> the concept of, of, uh, of a deathmatch. They popularized the concept of a deathmatch. My only question is, is I, am I wrong in... Um, in that it was id the id software themselves. It was John Romero that that designed Duango. That was my understanding. Is that it wasn't like another company. It was his creation, so that they could provide this to other other people out there in a, such an accessible form. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I, I don't have like this the exact specific of that, but the the way I remembered it, it, it was more like um, an at least just like an offshoot type thing. Oh, um, looks like you, you got a point there, Chuck T. I might have to shut my mouth whole lips before, uh, let me see here. Correct, I'm going to, uh, forgive me for if, if I'm wrong here, it says, Dwango, the dial-up wide area network game operation, better known by its acronym Dwango, was an early online gaming service based in the United States. Launched in 1994, it was originally known for its compatibility with Doom, for which it functioned as a matchmaking service for online multiplayer. The service also supported various other titles, including other id software games such as Doom 2 and Heretic, as well as the titles from other companies like Duke Nukem 3D, Blood, Shadow Warrior, from, and Shadow Warrior from 3D Realms. Um, who was it created by the... To use the service, players would pay a fee and run the Dwango client software, uh, which would dial into Dwango server. Initially, a phone number in Houston... Yeah. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know it. Initially, a phone number in Houston, Texas had to be dialed, but soon a number of servers in other cities were also set up. However, Duango's dial up, 
Duango's dial-in approach was soon overshadowed by online multiplayer through the increasingly popular internet, and the service ceased operation in October 1998. So that right there, think about that. Duango was was connecting people for online play before the internet was widely reached by the community. These are these are precursors and predecessors of of the whole kit, man. The internet, online gaming, man, they go hand in hand, bro. <laughs> I, I'm I, I find this like super fascinating to me because this is like like you mentioned Goldeneye earlier. This is three years before that. And, and you know, I don't know that I ever understood like like I did play Doom, but I don't think I ever played it in any of these capacities. Like like I never played it. Like no, neither did I. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know about any of this. Yeah, and, and, and like Drango, wasn't that a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. it's like Django. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I yeah, it was all I could do to talk that into like me having an extra line. Like I think we had to pay five bucks to have an extra phone in my room or something. If I had wanted to subscribe to some kind of Duango or <laughs> he'd been like I think yeah. that's a huge factor Chuck like yeah. and I think that's something that especially younger listeners will like it won't even cross their minds like how expensive uh phone service was back in the day like like see yeah. some like the the term long distance doesn't exist anymore <laughs> that's you know, true. Oh, hey, that's hang true. up. That's long distance. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. Sorry. You're going to call you know, Houston? Nope. Oh, yeah, dude. Who are you on the phone with? <laughs> you don't need to talk to your Annie that bad. Hang up. Yeah. No. I remember <laughs> calling. I had a friend in Indiana and I called him. My dad told me I had five minutes. Like. <laughs> 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 and I was arguing with him. I was like, it'll take him. He was like, like, no. But he's my best friend. <laughs> Six minutes, tops. <laughs> you can catch up in five minutes. Like, yeah. So, so yeah, like I say, adding a, like another service that, you know, wasn't <laughs> me outside mowing the yard or, or anything like that. I feel like kids' needs are, are catered to a little more these days and, and understood. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't think you would have seen the importance of a, a Duango subscription but I, I I did play Doom, and I, I definitely can imagine what that would be like, and and you know certainly would would have thirsted for it at the time, because you know for me it, the only thing I would have to compare it to as a kid is 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 playing that game by myself versus playing you know two player with my friend you know that you had over. I, I, Doom wasn't yeah. really set up for for two player, but you know any gaming experience is always better. You know when you you can like if you're playing a football game, if you're playing against your buddy versus the AI, it, it you know it's just it's nothing, not even comparable. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, not comparable. And this this I, this '90s phase, of course, Duango came out in uh, I guess it looks like '94 was uh, when it made its appearance. But this whole '90s decade was a very important time for online gaming between the local mm-hmm. area networks, or as you mentioned, the LAN, um, using the TCP IP protocol that came from development with ARPANET, from games appearing in that time that really set foundations. Uh, I keep saying foundations. It really just, you know, st- these were games that started setting the stage and, and building... Uh, online communities and just building um, 
a presence of online gaming. This is when games like Counter-Strike were, came out in 1999. EverQuest came out in 1999. Um, StarCraft came out in 1998. I don't remember what years Age of Empires and those games came out. But these those were all just just games that lots of people were playing and they were all trying to play them online. Mm-hmm. And, and, and see, I don't even think... I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not sure, I, I'm just speculating here, but I'm not even sure that they understood or realized that they were trying to play online. It was just this new thing, this new mode where, oh, I got, if I, apparently I can connect with someone else <laughs> and, you know, I got to just hit that dial up. Hopefully it'll connect, you know, sorry, I bumped the mic there. Uh, hopefully it'll connect. And then, and, but like, it wasn't like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to go do some online gaming <laughs> after class, you know. You know what I mean? Like it, it was more. I don't even think, I think we it knew was what a it was. Solid nerd activity at this point, like like to some degree. <laughs> it, 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 I, I think where this first showed up on my radar would be people playing on PC and they would be playing EverQuest. And I remember, you know, just sort of listening to this detailed sort of description of the character they had, and it was almost like they had this side pet, you know, kind of situation with them, and. and uh, I knew this guy, um, he was kind of like an older guy, like a guru of sorts. He met his girlfriend on EverQuest. And when, uh, uh, yeah, me and, my buddy, me and my buddy would go visit please, him. Please, please. <laughs> and his girlfriend lived upstairs. <laughs> and they, like, like that's where he, he met her. And, um, yeah, it, I, I don't want to incriminate. Like, like we, we were, like, you know, this was like a older dude that we knew that we, we would go visit and um i can remember sitting in his living room hanging out with him and he would be playing everquest like while we were there like that's how hooked he was on it like like and, and you know he kind of like would explain to us what was going on and and then later on i had a friend whose his brother was way into it and we would always just remark about how much time he spent there you know which i do today but at the time we would you know we're just like yeah like, you know, he's, he's in there 10 hours a day. Like, we just don't know, you know, what, oh, man. like he's lost his mind on the weekend. He's in there 10 hours a day. And like, you know, what, was, uh, what was EverQuest all about? I'm, I'm unfamiliar with EverQuest. My memory. I just know it, it's super popular. This is my memory of it is like, um, you had a character you would build up and, and like I say, you could, I, I remember the, this get this guru guy that, that my friend and I knew that we would go visit. He, I remember him walking like, like he had this big polar bear with him and it was almost like open <laughs> world type situation, but there were also sort of quests that, that you could group together with people online and go, you know, knock out those quests to like upgrade your gear and, 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 uh, you know, maybe obtain those pets and things like that. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it gotcha. made sense to me, but the graphics dude were like not like we're used to today so it was much more blocky but not 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 like minecraft blocky but you know somewhere between minecraft blocky and what we're used to like say in a in a you know triple a type quality uh open world video game today so yep you know still and and the movement was wasn't as fluid like like it was kind of like he was jumping uh, like like almost yeah, like, like gotcha, gotcha. yeah, it would kind of warp along almost at times. It seemed like, right. um, but um, but it sounds boring as hell. Playing with human beings <laughs> is what made it like 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 again. So you know, because immediately all sorts of uh, you know in game economies and things start to develop. You know, I think that makes it interesting. 
Oh man, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into the creativity and and ecosystems and environments Weird. that end up getting created uh, intentionally and sometimes unintentionally, yeah. known and unknown to developers. <laughs> we're, we'll get into that towards the end. We're, we got some good ones, yeah. but uh, before we move on to the next decade, um, quick trivia question, Chuck, mm-hmm. and uh, I might actually. It look, I'm actually looking online here, and I may not have the actual answer to this right away, so we can we can look for the answer together. But what was the first console, not PC, what was the first console that had an online gaming type of uh, input or outlet or, you know, uh, integration, if you will? I'm going to say... To your knowledge. It was like 1987, the Famcom had something called the... Internet blaster. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> hey, hell yeah! Uh, um, there's no. I think you're right. I think you're 100 percent right. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Let me. Um, I'm online here. I'm using another online cheat code. Listeners, you know, whenever Chuck and I want to double check something online, we quote unquote activate a cheat code, which really just means we're using the internet to check stuff. So, um. It says here, the earliest experiments relating to online connectivity on game consoles were done as far back as the early 1980s. For some consoles, dial-up internet connectivity was made available through the use of special cartridges along with an adapter. The game line for the Atari 2600 and the play cable for the Intellivision, Chuck, we Uh covered that in our very first episode, Mm -hmm. are two notable examples of this. Services like these did not have multiplayer online gaming capability, but did allow users to download games from a central server and play them, usually requiring a fee for continued access. However, neither the game line or play cable attained mainstream popularity, and both services were shut down during the 1983 video gaming crash, which we have also discussed uh, in multiple episodes. Um, during the 1990s, a number of online gaming networks were introduced for home consoles, but due to a multitude of problems, they failed to make a significant impact on the console gaming industry. For a number of years, such networks were limited to the Japanese market. In November 1996 interview, Shigeru Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto remarked that online multiplayer gaming had not achieved mainstream success and would not for a long while yet because the technology of the time could not provide a quick and easy startup that general cus- general consumers would want from a plug and play console that's exact um, unquote that's exactly what uh what I was referring to earlier man and so were you compatibility like yeah. we don't want it to be difficult we don't want to like deal with all this like we don't want to have to go into like DOS and like quasi program the damn computer just to be able to play a little Doom. You know what I'm saying? No. Like no. plug and play, G. Yeah. Plug and play. All right, real quick. I don't. I'm not going to read the whole darn thing, but I do want to close off with this last little bit because uh, Chuck T is right. Uh, the first online initiative by Nintendo was the family computer network system for the Famicom. So I it was. I don't know if it was called Internet Blast. <laughs> Good guess, though, Chuck. Good guess. Real close. Uh, Real, real close. It was called the Family Computer Network System. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
for the Famicom, only released for Japan in 1988. The device allowed users to access things such as game cheats, stock trades, weather reports, weather reports, all right, and some downloadable content for their games. It failed to catch on. Um, <clears throat> so I just wanted to to bring that up because that also happened there. Well, I mean, it looks like the Famicom was back in the eighties, and so that was uh, I was actually backtracking a little bit there to the ARPA era. All right, so my bad on that one. No, my no, bad there. no. I I think the way that history goes, it kind of spans those two decades. It, it's sort of I, I want to say Sega starts to you know something like the Sega Net, or, or there's like a few different upstarts. Till, till eventually we we kind of power on through the 90s and, and toward the end of the 90s when you first see the the I, th- I think it's PlayStation 2 and an Xbox the original Xbox um, that is at the turn of the uh, of the of the millennium <clears throat> excuse me a little bug stuck in my throat there but you're right Chuck let me let me touch on that real quick because it is a, it is a milestone in the evolution of online gaming and you had it you have it here in the outline so we definitely don't want to ignore that. Um, it's it's the Sega Network System, aka Sega MegaNet, and it was a network service in Japan uh, for people using the Mega Drive, the Sega Mega Drive, which I never got my hands on one of those. I did play the Genesis. Um, debuting in 1990, this service worked with the game Toshokan. Toshokan, literally meaning game library. Uh, let me go. Let me backtrack. De- debuting in 1990, this service worked with the game Toshokan cartridge to download games on the console, uh, meaning that the game would have to be re-downloaded each time. Oh, I see. Uh, players attached a mega modem. Um, got a bunch of technical information. <laughs> players attached a mega modem to the EXT DE9 port on the back of the Mega Drive, and it used to dial up to others, other players, to the pl- to play the games. Uh, there was a monthly fee of 800 yen. The service was also in North America under the name Telegenesis uh, at the Winter Consumer Electronics Show, Winter CES, uh, in 1990. But it was never released to, for the region. Interesting. Very and interesting. Is, is, the, is the Sega Mega Drive actually the Genesis? And we're just, in the U.S., we call it the Genesis. And in, no. Oh, it is the Sega Genesis, known as the Mega Drive. Interesting. Okay, I'm, my bad. So yeah, no, I did get my hands on the Mega Drive, but in the U.S., so it was called the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy, dude. I never realized that the Genesis had that uh, that feature, that capability. Interesting. It had a ton of accessories when it really comes down to it. I've seen people build these things, like where it's got that. Uh, oh, where it's like a full-on tower. Yeah, and it also has the the, <laughs> the CD thing on the side, like like I forget what it was called. Like, Damn. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it's like. You can tower up like for crazy in there, and and yeah, I think we're in a time period where where that's starting. Also, like like you know the the next evolution of something like Dwango. I think there was a company called Heat dot net that that sort of you know improved that. Like somewhere around nineteen ninety seven, had had sort of a it it was a networking service where you could play multiplayer on games that didn't even have multiplayer. Like you could basically somehow they connected like, like 
you know how like I would say like spit like, it out, spit it out. What some do you mean? That's crazy. Some, like on the couch, like two player, they somehow like were able to facilitate us playing as if we were on the couch two player, but through their heat.net. So so I like like you know oh. we could play a game that that ha- essentially had multiplayer because it had two player, but it didn't have online multiplayer. But they were able to facilitate that. You know, through that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm like. You know, it had to be just like, what? We can <laughs> do that? Yeah. 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 You know, and I'm sure it can. was clunky and, and, you know, didn't work a lot of the times, but just when it did, I'm sure it was a magical moment, you know, and, and uh, it had to have been. Yeah. And, and too, like, like if, I feel like we're, we're slowly. Per- you know, getting to that point, like we have already mentioned, that, you know, where the Xbox and the PlayStation start, you have Xbox Live and the PlayStation Network. And well, PlayStation released on in 2000, turn of the cent, uh, century slash millennia. Uh, and then the Xbox came out 2001. So, right in this time period, I. I had a friend that that um, I was really close with. That they, he had some pictures of. of I, I think he grew up. Um, uh, let's see, he's in West Palm Beach in Florida, and they had a big group of friends, and they would get like everybody would just bring their Xbox. Like like it wasn't you know able like like everybody had the ability to play you know through Xbox Live or whatever. This is right before that. So imagine like fourteen dudes bring their Xbox. And everybody and their TV, like and, and yep. their and their TV, yep. and they just wherever you could fit them in the basement, they they all sat up, you know, with a <laughs> bunch of like extension yeah. cords and shit. And one dude was literally hanging from the ceiling, like they made a thing, like where he was basically in this cradle above. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes. And, and he, Let me guess. Halo? Halo, exactly. <laughs> like, like, and he described it as like, you know, just I knew it. the greatest times of their lives. And and I, I can't um his gamer tag was they call me Curly and like uh like yeah, I can't I I, I just totally appreciate that and, and I think like you know, it was when you saw like what was possible and it wasn't, you know, two or three years later that we could play Halo, you know, uh, Xbox Live, you, you know, style. And, and I mean, it's it all of it is on uh, it's all on handheld now, too. We can play these things wherever we want. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we're not at home, we can connect and play it in high fidelity, high <laughs> connectivity. You know, it's nuts, man. Yeah. Like I could literally like be sitting at the property tax office waiting in line, you know, while you're at home or somewhere else in the world and we could connect via, you know, the the PlayStation mobile. To, what is the PlayStation one called? PS Portable? PlayStation Portable? Or I, I might be wrong there. Uh, that's that's weird. I'm a horrible PlayStation fan. PlayStation's my favorite. Um, I know I think... Uh, Mac, doesn't Microsoft also have a portable device? Um, I know there's the Sega Steam Deck. Had, Sega had the Game Gear. Um, well, that was a long time ago. I had the Game Gear. But they had they had like. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm just getting at is, is just just to the effect of how things have evolved and advanced is, you know, when we were kids, who would have thought? Like, I mean, in retrospect, it's easy for us to say, oh yeah, and you know, we knew this stuff was gonna evolve but like if if i really be honest with myself and i go back you know i didn't know 
how gaming was, you know, for, for me, gaming was something that I loved and I knew that all adults hated. So <laughs> I honestly had no idea how crazy it was going to get. And I would have had no, I honestly, truthfully, um, I had no idea that it would have evolved to the point where we could be playing online on portable devices, whether it's console games, PC games, or mobile games proper, anywhere in the world. We can connect and play. I would have always expected Nuts. it to be clunky as fuck and, and just not work. Like there, there's still times today when we're sitting on like, like when we've been playing with Pepe Tortilla and you and I, myself and, and it, I think I've even said it, like it amazes me that this works as well as it does. Like cause, <laughs> it's crazy. Dude. I mean, it still has its hiccups. Like, like every now and then we get dropped here and there, but like, the common it, that that's more the exception to the rule. Like it seems like it works pretty damn well. It it's the exception to the rule, and it's usually in my case because I have crappy internet. It's not actually because of the service. Mm-hmm. It's because I have a I have an internet hiccup, and I'll like get you know timed out or whatever. I mean, obviously, there's games where everyone suffers universally. Like um, any players of Ark uh, Survival Evolved will know exactly what Chuck and I mean when we say. Oh well, sometimes you just get arced. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. <laughs> that that basically just means you know, and what we're used to that. Um, yeah. But uh, with games such as like Warzone and Eve Online, Rust, um, uh, GTA Online, like it, it, those games work so smoothly and they they're so reliable and compatible. Um, that the only thing that'll give me any grief is if my internet just wigs out. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think even even when it's maybe not working that well, it's still so worth it. I think that's why we just call that getting art, is because you know the other three hours of the evening, like it's it's amazing <laughs> what we can do together. You know, unless and, we get arced in the worst place ever, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, little, little, let me go on a little mini rant. Like, like Chuck and I will be out, you know, we'll be on our dragons or something, or no, so even worse because dragons ain't that bad. But let's just say we're on some sort of a flying creature, let's say pterodons, we're flying across the map, and oh, well, we need to, you know, we want to go the short route, so we're going to fly over the, the volcano or the scar or something like that, which is just basically a very dangerous area. And then, oh, blue screen, game <laughs> kicks you. You know, character just everything you have on you and your character just fall to their death. Yeah. And then you're like, gosh darn it, Rob. Ah. And then you're like, all right, Chuck, Chuck, save my body if you can. I'm signing back in. I'll be back on as fast as possible. And you're, you know, and it starts loading. You just see the loading. It's like elevator music comes on in your mind. It's loading in. You don't know what's happening. Finally, load back into the server. You've died. (laughs) You were killed by a wyvern. (laughs) Honestly, I have to say I've gotten really lucky lately. Like, like I feel like my worst example of that is when I was recently moving bases and I basically had half of everything we owned and and it happened, you know, and I fell into this (laughs) area where if you don't have what's called a light pet on you, like monsters just literally spawn from the ground and like... If Murder enough of you? them come out, they they turn into a much larger, more nemesing monster. Like so, you know, all that's probably happening while you're waiting. You know, yeah, you're just trying to load back in. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we own, all that metal that I find, uh, and, and that was a hard one, man. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that was a hard one because I was on the other side of the map. Um, 
there's like yeah. nothing that no way I could have helped but you even there. that one worked out so so like I say I've been really lucky with that lately but but yeah you do get those hiccups in in compatibility and and uh connectivity and and uh, all that fun stuff but ultimately it works and it works I feel like right here in the, in this part in the history was my first experience with multiplayer like like i kind of want to save that for for our, our next section but i, I just want to put a bookmark there that you know with the, at the turn of the millennia yeah millennium? somewhere right in here would have been the first time that i ever I, I probably had a hint you know of how fun it could be probably you know maybe playing some four placing person gauntlet at the at the arcade or something like like i knew how fun it could be to play with other people but like i yeah, you know, I think um, Halo, probably on the Xbox, would have been the first. Um, yeah, depth into that world. So, what happens in the two thousands? How does how does the world? How does the online multiplayer gaming world start to change, and why? I think you got to mention that that this technology is getting cheaper, and it's getting more widespread. It, 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 you know, it, your average household can afford internet service at this point. Um, yeah, internet has definitely uh, re like expanded dramatically. I think the percentage went up a lot of uh, the common household that had a computer versus the common household that had a computer with internet access. Those numbers were starting to, you know, I don't know, like the one bar the the ladder was starting to go up a lot mm-hmm. with internet access mm-hmm. yeah so yes mm-hmm. you're 100% right yeah and and we can see you know that it's coming and you know we we know how fun it is to play multiplayer and, and you know i think you probably you know wherever like you might have mentioned a minute ago back in at, at the very beginning we didn't know exactly where this was going to go you can see that it's getting better and better and it's probably um that's going to continue and it's probably going to start influencing the way games are developed. Like, you know, instead of the multiplayer just being a last minute inclusion, um, in, in oh, the yeah. story and in, in doom, like now yeah. it's, it's a huge part of the game, you know, like it's, You're it's, right. it's, you know, I look I never, on the back immediately and see whether or not it says, you know, that this game has it like on the back of the cartridge. Um, you know, You're right. Like, and I never thought packaging. about that angle. Yeah, like you'll start to see like the packaging starts to change perhaps. You're looking for those, you know, how many controller uh, little how many little controller symbols are on the box? Yeah. You know, d- how many players does it support locally? How many players does it support online? We were starting to look for those things. <laughs> yeah. You're 100% right. I never thought about that mm-hmm. that angle. Um and games were starting to come out as you mentioned that were designed and built from the ground up as online games as in they were not intended to be played in any other way instead of them just being little like dlcs or or little download packages or an extra cartridge or um a little uh limited service where you could access some extra content now we started having like at a larger scale games being developed to be played online Exactly. Yeah. Knowing that, like, oh, we're gonna, we're we're our target community, our target market is 
online gamers, this new, this new share, we'll call it, because it is dollars and cents for the developers, like they do need to make money. There's this new emergent market share that nobody's tapping into yet, and the technology's cheaper now. The uh, <clears throat> the the overall know-how of gaming, excuse me, just the overall know-how in general of of uh, of the gaming industry is far more advanced at this point in the 2000s. Um, there's more. There's a lot more action on the console side. Consoles are starting to gain more steam, as we know, as as, we, as we've done these episodes. We've learned that there was a threshold where the consoles kind of started to 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 catch up with uh, the arcades in terms of graphics mm-hmm. and compatibility. So just things were changing, and it, by the 2000s, uh, the online the online factor excuse me, uh, rather, the online element was becoming a factor is really what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, you, you didn't want to, you didn't want to ignore that anymore or not ignore it, but, um, it's, it's something worth considering. Absolutely. Like, is our game going to be online? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it's an interesting sort of progression that, that all of that, that goes through, you know, to get to this point and, and, I think for me, this is that time period that I'm talking about where I knew it sort of existed, but would somewhat was hesitant to do it. Um, you know, I think especially like as sports games go, like, like you know, I, I think the the first person shooter definitely sort of, sort of lends to that. But I, I can remember about this time, you know, probably being the first time that maybe you could play Madden against, you know, someone online and, and you know, kind of the the... Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. I was kind of shy about that. I think like the communication that that went in into that and. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, uh, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, Sorry for like, <laughs> shy. Oh, that's funny, dude. Yeah. I never had. I never experienced that. The, uh, a shy element, because I think. <clears throat> I mean, you're right. Yeah, me too. Me too. Certainly. I mean, I did get to do some uh, Age of Empires online action. Kinda. It was more mostly failures uh, in trying to connect. But every now and then I'd make it through and I'd get to play against someone, usually getting my ass whooped. Um, but uh, I think also maybe we failed to mention this uh, or didn't specifically point it out that I'm sure a lot of online gaming began in the form of just texting. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have, like, we certainly didn't have audio connection and voice chat until later in the later in the evolution of online gaming so a lot of like yeah there'd be a there'd be a game dynamic of course a uh, a cooperative working together or a a versus scenario but the actual like communication element to the online play this was all text yeah if it existed at all and before it was headset like like it, there was a time period you could record a message and and, and text that to someone. Oh, Dude, really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, what I was damn, saying earlier. Where I that. got like, like I definitely remember getting messages like where someone's like, "You're you're fucking trash." You suck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and and you're just like, you took the time, like like because especially for me, you know, I was much like I am now. You know how like at times like you've got to kind of help me figure out how to do certain things in in the the menus and stuff like that you know like it would have took me an hour to like record a message and send it to that kid but he's literally done it like 
you know, in the few seconds that we're waiting at the end game lobby, you know, he's it, it, it pops up new message and like, like oh man, maybe he like, wants oh, to be friends. He's messaging me. <laughs> he wants to be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, delete. Yeah. Block. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, sorry, Chuck. Yeah. No, we, we'd, we'd, we'd come to get used to that. That just, you know, as we would come to learn, that's just called, uh, you know, trolling or trash talk or yeah. you know we're we're really used to that now well, anyone that's played well, warzone too, too like like uh, <laughs> as as you're kind of going through you know sort of this evolution like like you were saying it, it it it's kind of like i think you went from nerds doing this or just like you know the people at the computer science department of where somewhere around here in the 2000s and the early 2000s is when it sort of goes mainstream like like where you know there might have, you know, been some sort of like like way that people were making this happen and, and communicating with each other to some degree, but well, I, wait, what do you mean? Uh, I've heard like, like when like like say around two thousand four when World of Warcraft comes out and you 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 know whereas like like say EverQuest was sort of a early version of that like like but it was still yep. more like you know just some crazy guru computer guy that, you know that I told you about and my one yeah. you know, buddy's friend that was super smart like you know that did it to where everyone's yeah. doing it like like you know it's like you know not necessarily yep. everyone but, but more mainstream gotcha um, yeah. yeah when it kind of reaches the masses and it's not just like uh um what's the word I'm looking for like a counterculture kind of thing, like yeah, exactly, uh, is that yeah. what you're saying? Like exactly, just like yeah. a select few, like there's a small community of enthusiasts that are you yeah. know, following the tech and kind of yeah, always there trying out the latest. Yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden, two thousands come along, and it's a different story. <laughs> yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. It, I mean, it's still its own niche, but like it, it's much more inclusive at this point and, and you know it, it's its population is larger which makes you know the money larger which makes you know the r&d money available larger which you know is just going to lead to um you know the next next steps in the evolution i think uh holding down at least in the beginning the title of most popular genre it seems like it's the mmos right mm -hmm. The massive, um, what is that? Massive multiplayer, massive online. What does that stand for, Chuck? Massive multiplayer online. I, I, I think like one of the first. I remember when I was in college at the University of Montana, going into the computer lab, and there was a big sign that said, "No MMOs." Like, like that. You know, you were not. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that said. Mud. <laughs> it, 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 I don't. Multi I don't remember. Dungeon. That, yeah, there was. It was like MMOs are not allowed. Like you could not be clogging up the, you know, the University of Montana's computer lab system playing those games. And and Dang. I remember thinking to myself, like, I should probably check out those games. <laughs> you know, there's some reason. Um, yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you remember what MMO was popular at that time? Are you able to recollect that by chance? What year was that? It would have been around 2000, um, 2001 time frame. So it wouldn't have been World of Warcraft, but it would have been, it would have been its predecessors. It, I'm assuming like it must have been like maybe Starcraft could have been EverQuest, you know, those kind of things. I, I never followed through at that time. I was playing uh, like a Star Wars, uh, like Rogue Squadron kind of game on, on my computer at home. Um, yeah. So Star Wars Galaxies was a. Uh 
popular. I remember Star Wars, Old Republic. Yeah, they were I trying to do it online with that. Mine was more like just a plain old video game that I didn't even play with other people. But but you know, I remember <laughs> I remember looking at that. You know, and just a, just a regular old video game that I didn't play with other people. <laughs> yeah, just because I love Star Wars. I, was I don't know why that's flying my X wing. You know, and just happy as hell, like all by myself. Yeah, like, there yeah. she is. <laughs> Let me fuel her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah so take a look at her. But um. <clears throat> I do Sorry, think, yeah, I, I remember trying World of Warcraft at one point and just really not getting it, like, somehow, like, like I I remember, like, being so used to video games sort of being on a rail that when I first saw, like, an open world type situation like that that wasn't, you know, clearly defined, I, I just remember thinking... Did your brain hurt? You're like, what? Well, this is also, like... You know, twenty something year old me, like like that, you know, was into action sports and things like that. Like it just didn't seem like a lot of excitement. Yeah, it wasn't that phase of your life to yeah. get involved in uh yeah, there was like Yeah, still now nah, this this isn't what I remember. I'm not fully engaged in video games at this time in my life. Yeah. Say la vie. Yeah, yeah I understand. What a mountain you're saying. bike or you know, something you know, to get some kind of thrill at, at that moment. Like like I just, you know, not that I didn't play some video games, but I just remember seeing that and just being like, eh. You know, but like now, like I, I, I completely see it. And, and you're probably out there trying to find Mrs. Tomahawk back <laughs> in the day. Yeah. Getting after it. Yeah. Still had hope, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's always hope, Chuck. Don't give me that, man. Long I as have high expectations. As long as there's lead in the air, there's always you hope. Keep, That's right. Yeah, baby. Keep going. Oh. We all got to get after it. Um, <clears throat> you, In the gaming world and in the real world. Uh, yeah, man. So a lot going on in the two thousands. Um, I will say this: I, I don't mean to interrupt you right there, but I I did buy Star Wars Galaxies at one point. I I do remember having that on a, on like a I had a DSL like like dial. It wasn't dial up, but it was it was kind of like a an early internet that went over the phone lines. Um, yep, and. and and it wasn't super great, but it, it it would get you there. And and I can tell you like how much I loved Star Wars is that I remember getting to the part like where I had to name my character, and like it it literally took like two hours. Like I sat there forever, just like you know, just thinking of all the Star Wars characters I'd ever known, and and like half of them didn't exist at that time. Like like as far as the 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 prequels and all those things, you know, and and just yeah, like like just. Yeah, like fighting my way through that, and, and and it was it was open world sort of multiplayer in in a large way, and and again without a lot of guidance, like I just didn't know what to do with myself. It, it, it seemed like and in, in sort of lost interest. But are uh, you trying to say that the game wasn't well, uh, uh, well structured, and that it didn't you didn't know what to do? Like you didn't like well, okay, I, I created I, my character now what or what well, do you also mean? realize like how like our, like you know, just like when we're in arc today and like we get stumped, like we go to YouTube or whatever, that just did not exist. There was a book that came with this motherfucker. And like, <laughs> like you'd have to get this book out and like read, you know, a bunch of like, like <laughs> had to had to read and shit. <laughs> Fucking reading. I what? wanna play a game, man. Like <laughs> 
Nintendo Power. Get that shit away from me. Dude, it was a book. I'm serious. Like, I, I, I care. I think I've, I probably still have it somewhere here. Like, I've moved that motherfucker 10 times. Like, I, <laughs> how much does it weigh? Like, 20, you know, one yeah, of those big ones. It, 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 you know, like, like, whereas, like, like, imagine if we just went into arc like that and you didn't know, like, what food you needed to tame something with. And you just, like, yeah. you know, that, that was it, a oh lot gosh, of, like, it, what was going on is, like, why, yeah. why will my X Wing not start? This like, is way too difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you, no, you're right. You're yeah. 100% right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times God, when you get man, through those points, so like, you, you love it for its complex, you know, its complex nature or whatever. But, um, yeah, there are, I just remember it being. Do, yeah, it's like it's hard. like this is like you know using an arc reference. It's like this is all fun and everything, but go ahead and try and tame that basilisk over there without <laughs> going to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, survivor. Yeah, just start trying <laughs> a little bit of trial and error there. Approach him. <laughs> Good. Yeah, maybe a hundred days from now, you might have an egg in your inventory and somehow figure out that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah, no, yeah. It's just like a parasaur. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Uh, but yeah, we're all we're always falling back to Ark for uh, examples. Isn't it? It's like, I wonder but if yeah. the listeners have figured out we're obsessed with that game. <clears throat> Eighteen episodes. Yeah, in. I hate to yeah sidetrack us, but I feel like we're somewhere around two thousand four, like headed into the the two thousand tens, where you know you start you start to see like it. You're right. Sorry, Chuck. I didn't mean to stop you, but and just just so that. Everyone's uh, has an idea of what what has already occurred. Um, if we're at 2004, Warcraft is re- a World of Warcraft is releasing. Mm-hmm. I think we've already had the release of the Xbox, which was in 2001. PlayStation Two is still out. I don't know if the, uh, the PlayStation Three is projected to come out quite yet, but at that point, I think we've also had a Call of Duty Modern Warfare had already come out. I believe I'm going to double check that. I know but it's just the, to give the listeners an idea of of where what had already come out at that point. Because I wonder when Call of Duty Two was because I, I know Call of Duty Two was the first one that had multiplayer. Oh, was it Call of Duty Two? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Chuck, for keeping me uh, on point here. And, um, and it surprisingly, it, it didn't have like perks and you know create a class or any of that stuff, but it. You know, besides the bad graphics, it's a lot like what we have today. 2005. Okay. Wait, is it modern? Do you mean Modern Warfare 2 or Call of, hold on, Call of Duty here. 2? It says, yeah, I got it right here. Let me read this real quick. I'm activating a cheat code, a wiki cheat code. Call of Duty 2 is a 2005 first-person shooter video game developed by Infinity Ward and published by Activision. Of course, we all know that part. Let me go down to the multiplayer. Let's see here. Hold on, Chuck. I got you here. You're covering the description, Chuck. Let me move you down to the bottom of the screen. Call of Duty 2 features several game types, deathmatch, team deathmatch, search and destroy, capture the flag and headquarters. The maps include Normandy, Africa, and Russia. Uh, Each PC multiplayer server can hold a maximum of 64 players, while the limit is 8 players on Xbox. In the Xbox 360 version, players can play on Xbox Live and get new map packs. There are 13 official maps, including three remakes from the original Call of Duty. Was it never on PlayStation? Mm, I can't remember. All right. That's neither here nor there for now, but yeah, there you go. 
Call of Duty. So Call of, and, and I guess Call Modern Warfare would have been more like probably two after. Yeah, two thousand eight, nine, somewhere in there. Call of Duty. I'm just gonna double check. Check. I'm I'm ba- I'm double checking you here. But anyways, we can move on while I'm checking this. Yeah, there was definitely it seemed like like first person shooters as far as mill sims like really concentrated on World War Two in the beginning. And um Kimas. I think World of Warcraft is is a highlight there that also, you know, like I say, sort of brought that massive multiplayer to the mainstream more. And, and you have some offshoots of it, like where, I, honestly, until we started like kind of looking into esports and, and like, you know, I think we, we ran across a story uh, of... Um, or two that, that that we kind of highlighted, and maybe in some of our DLC episodes, where where you have this Defense of Ancients, which is a oh yeah Dota right yeah Defense of the Ancients. This is a a big one. It's a multiplayer online battle arena or a MOBA, and as I understand, it was just in the beginning. It was just sort of like a almost like a user created thing in World of Warcraft, where there where. Um, Almost like if we were on Ark on a server and we just decided, okay, we're going to build this big arena where we come and fight each other, you know, dino to dino or something. And, you know, they just sort of developed this little play area and it became so popular, it kind of became its own thing and, and has become like a huge part of esports, is, is uh, you know, is one of the reasons I think it keeps showing up like that. Is that one of those games where like each player gets one move and they like attack and then return? And then the next person goes and attacks and and return. Like, no, is it kind of like is, no, no? It, it it's more like um, imagine like a, a place between Age of Empires and and more like Arc PvP, where your 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 camera view is backed off pretty far, but you're still able to control like, like where in age of empires you're, you're kind of just directing like you're actually still able to control each individual character and mm-hmm. and and so imagine yeah almost like you're playing age of empires that's about five times as large as it is and and you're fighting each other and you can see the whole screen so you know instead I of see. like having a first person view or even like a, a camera that's following in a third person kind of way it's more like you're looking at the whole arena and from the top down you're more like more like Age of Empires type look. Yes, it is t- yeah. top down, but it's not just directly top down. It's kind of off to the, you know, you I know a little bit. Yeah. Like, like, I kind I think I have an idea of what you're, yeah. you're talking about. I just I've heard about this game so much. Where where I remember having experiences like this is in um, Gauntlet, like like when when four people would be playing Gauntlet and you're kind of looking top down at a battle where where you know multiple battles are going on at once there's four of you engaging with different enemies and things like that so it it, you know it's the MOBA man it's the (laughs) multiplayer online battle arena it's where it goes down according to your outline here uh, and I know you got this from from the internets the interwebs it looks like um, Dota really uh, introduced the whole MOBA uh, platform like they were kind of like the first ones to like to like um, <clears throat> introduce this type of uh, gameplay, yeah. this type of genre, rather. Dota presents MOBA. 
you might say. And I don't know like a lot. <laughs> I, I know like like remember that one story about the guy that that won with Yoshi or or, or Yoshi like like he 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 like after twenty years mm-hmm. it, like like I, I think that's like a form of MOBA, but it's not Dota. It's it's like a well. It's another do you remember game. what game that guy was playing? It's though? like Smash Brothers. It's like an offshoot of Smash Brothers. I think. Um. I don't remember. Do you remember the game that that that, that I don't remember the name of it? So I it has say. Smash Brothers in the name. It's like Smash Brothers, you know, battle Something or rather. internet blaster. Something. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna use that <laughs> when in doubt. Internet blaster. The old Famicom. It's only released in Japan. You probably hadn't heard of it. You're gonna have that in your larger game systems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. No, no, to be honest, I don't I don't exactly remember that. But I do see how this lends to itself to large scale competition and, and like esports, like like your college team, you know, playing this, like five guys get together and the characters are usually pretty elaborate, like like they're balanced really well as as I take it. Like, you know, one person might be able to heal, but you know, he also has really low stamina yep. you, you know it's like they've they've really balanced it really well and um yeah it, and it, i think yeah no 100 percent. and it and behind the scenes what's making all of this possible and and we'd be remiss not to mention it is that when the 2000s are rolling or advancing you know there's a lot going on in the world back then you know you may um <clears throat> you may i was a teenager in those times uh, you may have been older. You may have been a, a little kid, a child, or perhaps, you know, a toddler just born. Who knows? I mean, uh, it's it's crazy to look back at the 2000s and go, wow, that was 23 years ago. You know, for me, sometimes it still seems like it was just a couple of years ago. But, you know, behind the scenes, while while these games were, were this genre of online multiplayer was in these MMOs and first-person shooters, they were all starting to gain a lot of traction, but behind the scenes, there was a lot going on in the world back then, and technology was advancing extremely fast. So, like, the whole infrastructure of just internet, internet access, forms of internet access, via, you know, whether it's copper cable, uh, fiber optics, satellite, just everything was just becoming much more compatible and reliable and there's also the market commercial end of this thing, you know, developers and um, publishers and, and marketers are just learning and, and perfecting and designing and, and bringing, uh, res- you know, resources in and investing and like, like everything's just getting so much more better. You know what I mean? That's, it's so true. Like, it's almost it's like it's happening behind the scenes. So like, yeah, you know exactly what I mean. Like by the time these, these other games, like, Player Unknown, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Fortnite, you know, Apex Legends, all these games that are much more recent, they have a a powerhouse of a foundation behind them. And uh, you know what I mean? It's just well, there's that saying: you've got to crawl before you walk, and and it's like they're starting to walk at this point. Like, like I, I think, you know, the, the crawling along, like I kind of mentioned watching someone play EverQuest and it was kind of like his character was almost teleporting every few seconds to where, you know, what made this 
moda moba situation possible is that that much shit could be rendered on the screen at any one time and be moving in it and it work you know and and, and the inputs like be instant and oh yeah and the yeah. computer processing power i forgot to mention yeah, that whole yeah. background scene like and you know behind the scenes computer tech is also advancing incredibly yeah you all know well it's like i, I, I gotta I, i'm gonna disagree with you a little bit i feel <coughs> like you using your crawl and walk metaphor i feel like they were crawling and then went right to running <laughs> you know like well, it's almost There's like, like I'm thinking of, of like a us in a hallway and doom or whatever. Like like it was really hard. I think like like just the the actual for us to be able to go up a set of steps in doom was a big deal when they made that that difference in platforming. And so I, I, I think, yeah, it's like all of a sudden now, like four different people, people can be on a team playing against other teams of four and everyone be on the screen and it all be rendering perfectly. And, and like I say, the, the inputs just work and, and yeah, it's a, it's a whole new world at this point. And, and like you said, it's almost more exponential instead of just being like the, the chart just being a slow sort of 45 degree angle. It's kind of like once, once we got to the point that everyone had the internet, it, it, it jumped. Oh, dude. It's like fucking compound interest, man. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. It scales, man. Warren Buffett, that thing. Yeah. Warren Buffet. <laughs> I'd love a, I'd love a buffet right now. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'll go to the Golden <laughs> Corral. <laughs> yeah, give me some taco. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, at this point, what's to be said? We've got PlayStation 2 is already in the past at this point. PlayStation 3 is released. Xbox has had its later generations, each one getting exponentially better at their online um, <clears throat> integrations. And uh, the communities of online gamers are growing. At this point, if I have to look back and think of like uh, right there in the... 2010 range. Sorry, I just totally blew into the mark right there. I'm thinking about FIFA. I'm going back to like when I was playing FIFA with mm -hmm. my friends, you know, there with them next to me and online at the same time with other people. Man, that's like mm -hmm. that's like a combin that's like a combination of regular multiplayer and then online gaming at the same time. FIFA, oh, yeah. FIFA and sports games were another big Big deal here. It is. It, it it almost surprises me how underrepresented it seems like when you, you break out a list of the most popular or whatever that, that sports games are. Because I, I remember kind of, you know, that being exciting to me when I first heard about it. But I, I think something that's interesting to point out here, like we talked about how, you know, in the beginning we didn't, you know, maybe even I was a little shy to play these multiplayer versions of the game. Uh, but now we're at a point where you almost exclusively do it but somewhere around this period it got to this place where in the mid 2010s where if you bought a game and took it to the house like even though you had the disc you still had to download some shit off the internet for the game to work whether you were playing <laughs> the campaign or not so it's almost like That's it, right. it's almost like internet it went from like an option to you had to have it at this point. 
That's ex- dude. That's exactly what I was saying at the very beginning. Yeah. That in a weird, uh, as as my dad would say, in a weird sitcomic way, uh, <laughs> which I don't even know what that means, but in a weird way, like you you you're not you can't you can't not be online when you're gaming. Like online gaming is is almost effectively just gaming, you know, in a yeah. in a de facto kind of a way, like. Um, now, granted, obviously, there's exceptions to that. Like, I could I could go online and play Elden Ring right now, uh, just fine without being connected. Uh, but you know, it really just happens automatically when you turn this con- like, especially on. Well, no, even on PC, uh, even on, um, even on mobile. Like, if you don't want to be online, you actually got to turn that off now. It's not like back in the day, uh, if you wanted to play online, it was more of like a oh. Got to plug in this thing, got to put in this cartridge, got to quote unquote, turn it on in a way yeah, to go do that. Online. Well, yeah, and now it's just like, no, 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 you're, you're online. Like, yeah, I mean, you got the right game, now, like, you got Elden Ring to begin with online. Like you downloaded yeah, that sucker. You like, didn't go buy it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, you're online, man. And, and you can connect with Chuck T and start a, uh, a party chat. You can uh, chat with him while having a game running and then pause it, turn on Netflix. You're still talking to Chuck D, no big deal. Like you can do all these things online. Like, and if you want it to be any other way, well then you got to turn it off. Nobody turns off the, you know, anyways, it's just so weird how it's completely flipped. Yeah. It's like I say, somewhere in this time period, like, like once we kind of enter into the 2010s and, and, you know, move past the, the two thousands there, it becomes like more of a, a necessity than a, a, just a want or, or an option or it, it's kind of like you have to have it. And yeah, I think if, if I were to mention like one thing that I find extremely um, jaw dropping and uh, I think it's uh, it's a post two thousand ten game. I'm pretty sure. I, I I used to know the exact year, but we have to mention Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that in in a way of saying that oh it it you know in the realm of online gaming Minecraft is the most iconic. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I want to get like a special spotlight to Minecraft in terms of online play and uh, online community. Because I don't remember the names of the cities and I don't remember the names of the the projects. But what I'm okay, what I'm getting at here is that the online community there is so uh, insane that these people, <laughs> these gamers on Minecraft, dude, have gone to the feats of creating cities. <laughs> They've literally built cities within Minecraft. Um, if you're not familiar with Minecraft, I'm sure you are. It's just, you know, it's an online open world game where you can craft and build and, uh, you know, you're in a community and so on and so forth, right? It's, it's a huge game, tons of players. I think there's like 600 million players as of 2021 or something like that. We can double check that. Um, anyways, but special spotlight and shout out from, from me personally, because it just like, it goes to show the, extent of how much the online gaming world has evolved and advanced because these players in this game have, if you go online and YouTube, 
you know, crazy things built in Minecraft or, or uh, amazing stuff that players have built in Minecraft. You're going to see cities. You're going to see... Um, you're going to see, like, I think the most impressive thing we we've talked about it before in one of our DLC episodes where players in multiple facets have gone and actually built computers inside the game. <laughs> like this, like that's just, just the fact that they can even do that, that the game is flexible enough and provides the player enough resources and, 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 and dynamic and, and flexibility to actually go in and build a computer inside of a, of a video game, man. Like, how do you wrap your mind around that? It, it's almost like... It's like nuts. One of the things Minecraft, Minecraft, man, it gets a special shout out from me. Sorry. I, I think one of the things that sets it apart is that I'm assuming it works as an arc of where when you build something like that, where you're talking about, it's still there when you're not online. Once you you've become a part of that server seed that you know that folks are logging into with you there, I think that's. I remember when you first described Ark to me. That was one of the, the things that stood out to me. You were like, you know, I have like some stuff there, and it's it's yeah still it's, it's on there now. <laughs> like yeah, it's vulnerable. Like, it's was, and yeah, and, and one's like, oh well, yeah, it's just like any game, right? Uh, right, Ovox. I save the game turn it off and then I'll turn it back on tomorrow and I'll load the game and there it'll be. And it's like, no man, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's like, visualize this. There's this, there's this big room, uh, IRL in real life somewhere in the United States. And it's just a big room filled with air conditioners and computer servers. And that, that damn, that damn room, man, it's humming, it's going. And on that computer server is your stuff. And it's still there. And all of those people that you ran into while you were online playing, they're probably still there and you're not. And I remember yeah. describing that and it's like, what? How does yeah, it's it, almost know? like it's live all the time. You, you know, the things it's you've, always going. It's there for the, for those other people to experience, you know, offline. And, and that, I think, I think will only get better in the future and is one of the things that, is interesting to me. And, and I think, you know, why you, why Minecraft deserves that extra shout out, you know, at this point, as far as not just being a large multiplayer game, but having a component like that. Um, well, and I just think it's a great example that shows what, uh, an online community of, of gamers are capable of, mm -hmm. you know, which is, it's just so cool. It's so cool. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's definitely, I mean, I think you and I could, we could go through a whole long list of the best, most popular. There's lots of ways to rate it, lots of uh, statistics to look at, like some of the best games uh, to date, most popular, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. What are you, what's your favorite online? What, what is your Chuck Tomahawk's top three online Multiplayers, and I'm not saying that. Uh, well, yeah. What are your favorite? The ones that you play online? I think if I had to just like like stop qu three quickly jerk three out of the air, it would be it would be <laughs> that's it would what? be Ark, um, Warzone, and FIFA, or, or you know to, just to include a little diversity and variety in my answer there. Um, yeah, that, don't jerk anything more out of the air, okay? Yeah, that sounded really <laughs> weird. 
<laughs> That's right. I'm going to just jerk three I'll out of the, the air. Keep the jerking under the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just mean, you know, first reaction to your question instead of, you know, me you know, longly researching it and really, you know, in depth thinking about it. That that's, yeah, those are the ones right there. Uh, you know, I, I, I get a little something different out of all those and, and I love every minute of it. Uh, I mean, I love that, yeah. it, you know, without the multiplayer, I, I think those games would have entered my life and left my life some time ago. Uh, you know. yeah, that's, yeah, I see what you're saying there. Um, Man, what are what are my favorite? I mean, Ark is obviously one of them, but uh, I don't know if Warzone is. I, I play Warzone a lot, but I, I don't know if I'd, I'd go out to say it's one of my favorite online games. Um, I really enjoy Ark. I really enjoy Rust. Eve Online definitely goes up in there. Um, I have a lot of fun with No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. But... I'm just going to go out and say probably just Ark for now. Ark's my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, um, <clears throat> well, so where where are we in our in our timeline at this point? Uh, like I I feel like we're almost at modern day, right? Like like we're We're, we're pretty much at modern day. I w- I would say we're in the 2000 post 2010s, 2010 and onward. Onward. <laughs> um, it it kind of surprised me when I was looking at this that PUBG was was 2017. I I, I would have guessed more like 2019 or, or something. I, I don't. Play I that. thought it was before. Really? I thought it was way before. Yeah. I would say I started playing Fortnite right about that time. I, around 2017, I was pretty into Fortnite for sure. Um, I I didn't know it existed until like someone said hey it's more like a a more realistic less cartoony fortnite and, and i probably looked it up at that time uh but what yeah. did they like was it more cartoony before uh fortnite to me i would call a cartoony game and i would call it, it is it totally more is. Of a sim like you know a little yep. more sim like yep um, yeah totally i you know i'm not gonna lie i haven't played either I've definitely played Apex Legends, which came out in uh, 2019, I believe. Call of Duty Warzone came out in 2020, I believe. Love both of those games, particularly Warzone. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. But again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and say that it's like one of my all-time favorite online games. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely enjoy Warzone. I think we got to mention GTA Online. That mm-hmm. game, dude, GTA Online is a record-breaker I think, uh, I don't know the percentages, but the amount of money that the developers and, and the, that whole like rock star, the amount of money they make on the online uh, variant of, of Grand Theft Auto V is, it, it's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> it's ridiculous. In fact, it's, they're so successful that I believe they're like revamping it for the next generation console and they're going to just, I don't know if they're going to sell it over again or if they're just going to make it make the new PS5 version accessible. Um, uh-huh. And then the Xbox, I think it's, is the new Xbox it's Series X, I believe it's called. I, I don't remember what the latest iteration is, but um, the latest generation of Xbox, I believe as well, is they're going to get their new. So, dude, it's it's so successful that pl- they're like, you know what? Even though this game came out like, when did it come out? 
Like 10 years ago? No, no, that, that's not 10 years ago. Like five? At least. I, I it would came say out a like long time ago. Here, let's, ago let's, yeah. let's pull that up real quick. It's, it's worth just um, finding that. While you're looking for that, I'll I'll say I see videos of people that do role playing in these games. Like there'll be people that just designate themselves as a police officer, and they go around like in complete character, dude. Like they're pulling people over, you know, like you know, calling into dispatch, and and like it, it it it's the most elaborate role playing. Like I see people role playing as gangbangers. <laughs> Like, like where, I mean, it's almost like just like a real life. You would imagine if, you know, you, you just walked into like a, a, you know, some type of gang situation, neighborhood, like Mm -hmm. it's kind of mind blowing. But it says, uh, Grand Theft Auto online is an online multiplayer action adventure game developed by Rockstar North and published by Rockstar games. It was released on October 1st, 2013. Wow, on the PlayStation 3. I was ago. right. 10 years, dude. It's a decade of that. Wow. Dude. So they've been, they've been, you know, I was going to say something completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They've been, uh, they've been in, you know, making some money off of that game for quite some time. And uh, to the extent that, uh, unless it was just a rumor, um, they're going to remake it, man. They're going to like, revamp it for PlayStation 5 mm. in the in yeah. next generations I, I see why it, it I most of my experience with it has been more offline but like it, it, it certainly lends itself to that and, and I'd love to give it a try like, like playing online like more in a role playing type sense I, I think that'd be fun um, <laughs> well we'll have to re-download it yeah. um so, all right, we gotta we gotta push through this outline, man, because this is becoming a long one. Yeah, it is. It is. I I think you gotta skim over or at least mention at that point, like like you know, all of a sudden in this time period, we've all suddenly have a smartphone in our hand, and we're all you know playing some sort of mobile online game. Um, you know, I, I think that that definitely shows up on the um, the radar at this point. Um, oh yeah, mobile gaming. Yeah, you I know, mean, and I think that's a good way to kind of round out the the timeline of the history of things here, and maybe uh, you know we can kind of touch on some more of our experiences with with actual games and, and that kind of thing. Pleasure, pleasure, um, man. I'm trying. I mean, my again, my my first gaming online gaming experiences began began with Age of Empires, and I just remember them being. Trials and tribulations. Nevertheless, it kind of like set the stage because I did get some fun rounds in, and uh, and it was kind of like the the first little seedlet in my uh, <laughs> in my brain. Did you like, wow, dude, this is fun. W- were cheats possible? Like, could you? Oh, use che- hell yeah, dude! Did you get the coat Mustang Cobra? Out <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never enjoyed those cheats as much as just you know uh, just stacking, uh, just like filling my coffers with um you know with uh wood and i think oil was another i don't remember what the old the original resources were back then but i think it was just like gold wood and uh there were some other resources so i just make sure i always had plenty of resources to build out 
in the study. You know, you know how to, you'd have to study. Oh you yeah, have to learn you'd stuff. Learn. Yeah, mm-hmm. get your library and your yeah, exactly uh, the university, the <laughs> library, exactly the church. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I only ever so that played was one Age of my first ones. Four, but I, I can imagine how that. I, I've I've definitely played it online against other people. It, it kind of seemed like they knew more than I did. <laughs> I admit, but uh, but yeah, it's fun. When was the first time uh, that you had like a a proper like a proper online gaming experience as we know them today? Like where you like you know what I mean? Like where you like were online with people and you were at, talking to them in the whole nine yards? Like a proper online gaming experience. I have I have two sort of memories of this. And the first one, I'm playing Halo, and I I can remember, like, describing to a friend that I was playing in a large-scale battle, and that, that I think there was a, a vehicle called the Wraith, and yeah. there was someone, like, flying that Wraith, and I was, I was, like, explaining to my friend that it came over, like, I was like, you know, there's, that's real people. Like, you know, like, <laughs> he's like, like, what do you mean that's real people? Yeah. Yeah. You that's know, a TV. <laughs> like, I was just like, that's a real person in that wraith right there, you know? And I think they could even pick me up and, and you know, it, it, like, cause we were on the same side and I, and, and that's, it, it's sort of an incomplete memory at that point. Like, like I kind of can just, I can remember that, you know, that moment. Yeah. And I remember another moment where I'm playing Star Wars Battlefront and and it's almost like I loved Halo and I loved that story, but like combined that love with my love for Star Wars and suddenly like you've got Star Wars Battlefront and like I had an incredible knowledge of the movies and I can remember like having the super cheap ass headset that I had literally had to tape like to my head at one point, <laughs> like cause cause like the whole the whole shit and caboodle on top had broke, and all yeah. I had was the mic and like <laughs> like I literally like, like had one earpiece and a mic and and I had like taped it to my head yeah, and it was like, like having so yeah, much totally. fun playing that. Like I remember being in the the ad app. Uh, like the the smaller adats, like they not the big one, but like the 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 walk. I think they're called scout walkers. Yeah, the ADAT or something like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, and just like annihilating people and and. Like, oh gosh, that game's so fun, dude! Yeah. I remember playing that game. Yeah, dude, just yeah. you know, just like having a blast and this is running a like you're like this is insane. These yeah. are all actual players. What? Yeah, and and you know, I would have probably been in my late twenties or so, and I, I just remember you know just being at the peak of like sort of yeah knowledge of the, those movies and and applying that to the game and and you know just all of that. Uh, and yeah, loving the shit out of it. <laughs> and that was Star Wars uh, Battle Battlegrounds, Front, the Battlefront, the Battlefront. First one, sorry, yeah. but the first one. So, um, but yeah, what about you? Like, like where, where's? I, I know you mentioned Age of Empires, and, and that's a little more. Yeah, like I'm gonna fast forward a bunch, and 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 I recall the first time. I played, uh, and, and man, I was—I think I was a late bloomer in this regard because. Uh, 
it was already a thing like for some time, but, um, there was, I had like a, we'll call it the dark ages in my gaming life called the dark ages. Cause it was when I was just not really gaming that much. Um, and then I kind of came back to it, uh, because, well, this is not necessarily because, but I, I decided to get a PlayStation four cause, uh, Pepe Tortilla had talked me into, to grabbing one. They were really inexpensive. You know, the, they had the slim version at that point, you know, um, uh, and, uh, and we were just mentioning how we could play online, you know, because he lives up in the U.S. and I live down here. And uh, it was just a great way for us to stay in touch and, and, and do some, some fun gaming. Uh-huh. So uh, I got that thing, you know, got it all connected up to the Internet. And, and like I wasn't, again, going back to the ease and plug and play and compatibility and just user friendliness that we've kind of touched on a bit in this episode. I wasn't prepared for how easy it was going to be, man. Mm-hmm. And it was very com. It was very uh, accommodating. Like it really just sucked me right back in. It just like come on in, Nova. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like boom, connected with Pepe Tortilla, super easy. I remember getting this headset that I still have to date. Like you know, all these years later, um, not these ones, but you know, my uh, Turtle Beaches. And uh, and I'll never forget connecting with him that first time and just. The party chat, super simple. Like, it blew my mind just how smooth and clear and uh, responsive and, you know, uh, no, la- you know, just everything was just mind boggling. And then we went in and played. I don't remember. I think one of the first games we played together was Dying Light. Uh-huh. There's like an expansion where uh, you can like join, you know, you can like join players in this more like, it's a little bit more open and there's like a, of a world, there's like these dune buggies and stuff and you can pimp them out and uh, plenty of story missions. And I remember playing that with him just going, this is amazing, man. <laughs> I can't even believe this, you know? And we were playing uh, a lot of Battlefield 1, uh-huh. which is a first person shooter. Uh, super fun. Those are some great memories right there. <laughs> That'd be, those would be my, my, my <clears throat> probably my top. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, let's see. You, uh, you, you posed a really good question in the outline. And, be, and before, I, w- I want to get to that other segment that you had laid out for us. It really caught my attention. But it says, uh, what sets online player gaming apart from other forms of gaming for you? And I thought about this, and I think it's the, the, the human the human aspect of it, the, the human interaction, man, the, the human intrigue of knowing that you have a character on the other end that is no longer a predictable and learnable NPC, mm-hmm. but a living, breathing, unpredictable, perhaps illogical, um, or who knows, you know, we can go through all the words, but there's emotional. something that happened emotional. There's something that that's going on. I don't know if it's in the front part of the back of the brain or in the hypothalamus or the whatever it may be, but there's something going on deep in our brain that's reacting differently when we know that, um, <clears throat> that we have other players either there working with us or working against us and they're not non-player characters. They're, they're not part of the, the game. Um, or does, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's like a, 
there's like a, a brain and a different brain chemistry going on there. I think that's the biggest thing that sets them apart. Yeah. I think you laid it down, you know, kind of there at the beginning of our episode when you, you mentioned the foundational principle of online gaming is that there's no greater challenger than another human player. And there's no greater fun than playing with a friend. It, you know, you know, to me that, that like is the essence of what sets it apart. It, 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 it just, it makes that experience so much better. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, so, hey, dude, what's up with this, uh, your brief segment here? It's got <laughs> big black letters. It's in real bold. All right. It's standing out. Drop it on us, Chuck. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to play a game here called... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, we're ready. We're ready, or, baby. Oh, hell no. <laughs> we're going to play go. a game called Let's Go or All Hell No. <laughs> Where oh, hell no. I'm going to present you with a gamer tag. And based on that gamer tag, would you team up with this player in an online multiplayer base situation? And, you know, I know it'd be easy to say, like, you need more information and that kind of thing. But really, all you got, you know, is like, hey, here's a list of folks and you're going to be on this team or that team. And, and if you saw this name come up, would you say, all right, let's go or oh hell no. Do you mean when you say online based situation, do you mean like on like a survival game, like arc where we need to be a tribe together and build a base? Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. I, like you're going to have to cooperate with this person. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Just based off the name. Just based off the name. All right. So just, you know, to make sure we understand the rules, I'm going to just shoot one out there that's kind of like a, you know, pretty clear one. What about, All right. If All right. You, so remember your your choices are let's go or all oh, hell no. Okay. So. I think I can handle this. The gamer tag is, and would you team up with the pixelated pervert? No. Hell no. <laughs> I'm sure they're a great person, but hell no. I'm not going to take a chance. What about? Oh, uh, hell no. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, hell no. Anyone that's got pervert in their gamer tag, um, you know, mm. I, everyone, you know, like, even in jest, I don't think that's, yeah. No. What about the trollinator? The trollinator? <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's pull up on their doorstep. All right. What, um, the Trollinator? The Trollinator, yeah. Let's go. Um, What about, would you team up with your mom's chest hair? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We're all hell no. Let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> Your mom's just. <laughs> you know, it'd be all spelt weird just to make sure that, you know, the terms of terms of po- whatever the terms and conditions allowed or whatever. And change up all the letters and stuff. Y U R underscore. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, we're going to go a little international flair here. And um, I I may not know what these mean, but I did look up some of the, some popular like in Spanish 
uh, one. So I'll go right on. Yeah, <laughs> we've got. Uh, so would you team up with uh, El Gato Lacuelo? <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes when you looked at me. El gato que? <laughs> Locuelo. How's it spelled? L O C U E L O. I don't know what that means. Locuelo. I don't know either. Hold on, I gotta look for that. What does it say? Oh, doesn't matter. I'll look for that later, but hold on. Let me see here. Locuelo? Isn't it cool? I, I think I know what culo Vivo means. <laughs> atolon, atolondrado. Otra entrada. Oh, dude. I don't know. I think this is something kind of pervish, to be honest with you. You're going to have to. Yeah, I think to be <laughs> safe, gonna, we're going to have to go with all <laughs> I'm going to go with hell no with the gato loquelo. Okay. So... Let's go, or all hell no, for La Furiosa Foca. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the Furious Seal. Absolutely. <laughs> the Furious Seal. Oh, that's like the, the, the detergent there, the Foca. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. You remember that? No, it all makes sense. That's right, Chuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. See? That's see? why it had a seal on it. Yeah. Okay. What about... Um, It'll oh, by the way, everyone, uh, Foca is all, like, as Chuck mentioned, just in case you're wondering why we're laughing, is uh, there's a detergent or, like, soap down here called Foca. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically it's got a little seal. baby seal on it. Yeah. <laughs> on the package. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, El Tigre Tonto? Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> what? What? So the, what's dumb, the, the dumb tiger. Uh, tonto is tiger? Tonto is dumb. Uh, Tigre is tiger, Chuck. Come on. You can read that. La, <laughs> you can see that. Tigre. Tigre, tiger. <laughs> Tonto is tiger? La, la. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. You made it too easy. <laughs> la, la Zora Zara Pastoroso. <laughs> Oh, I love your Spanish, man. Hell yeah. I like it. One more time, though. One more time. I want to hear that one more. La Zora, La Zara Apostorosa. I can't, I can't say all that at once. Jesus Let's go. God. I like it. I like that one, too. What, how, does it, how do you spell the second part? Z. No, the second word. It's also Z A R. R A P A S T R O S A. I'm not sure, yeah. but it's a gamer tag. There may they may be a, you know, switching it around a little bit. How about El Oso Salvaje? <laughs> salvaje. Salvaje. El, el ojo sal, salvaje. Is that the crazy the the the, 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 the savage, the savage bear? bear? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I like that one. Yeah. All right. I've got some more. Um, uh, these. I, honestly, I thought about this one for myself. Like, like uh, I saw a guy. He was the executioner. <laughs> oh, dude, that's dope. I like that one. 
so that's Dude, a definitely that's a, a let's go. Name. What about? Yeah. Uh, I'd want to have him in the tribe. I'd have to change this yeah. to Johnny. Be, I, dude, whoever's got the executioner is all about PVP. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. Uh, I saw um, Jimmy Changa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a definite. Let's go. I could go. Definitely, Johnny Changa would be. Yeah, I feel like all of these people are probably friends too. The the, the, the exterminate. What is it? The mex. The uh, executioner, <laughs> Jimmy Changa. They're all friends, dude. These people know each other. You what, about, what about Xbox One? <laughs> you're, now you're just talking about the three amigos. <laughs> Remember, there was an Xbox that was called the Xbox One. <laughs> So yeah. this guy's called Xbox One. I love it. Dude. The yeah. executioner Jimmy Changa and Xbox One. Those are the three amigos, dude. Yeah. You gotta one shot, one kill. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm getting out of hand here. I'm just, <laughs> just making shit up now. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll get some more of those for next time if uh, any of our <laughs> users uh, have any good yeah, ones out there. Yeah, hey, listeners, if, if you enjoy that kind of that kind of fun and banter, let us know, and we'll you know Chuck maybe can come up with something that we'll <laughs> we'll deliver periodically. All right, uh, yeah, just let us know. Uh, we'll mm. we'll we'll leave our email at the end of the episode. Um, That's fun. Oh, that was hilarious, uh, <laughs> Chuck. I mean, this outline goes on and on. There's so much we can talk about, uh, about online gaming. And, um, also on that note, listeners, if there's anything that you feel like we missed, that's like really big, let it reach out to us, let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll correct it. We'll shout you out and we'll correct it in the next episode. Happy to do so. But, um, not to close it off just yet. Is there, uh, you know, is there anything else, Chuck, that you feel like there's no way shape or form and way in hell we can miss out miss on mentioning it something that's important that uh that i may miss may have missed or glazed over i said i kind of set out to find um sort of the just some of the most obscure servers that or, or games that were from years ago that that still had you know are there still people playing the multiplayer from call of duty 2 you know, and, and and I found tons of surprises in that. Like, I don't know specifically for Call of Duty 2, but, you know, games like that Age of Empires <laughs> 2, even EverQuest is still going. That Star Wars Battlefront game that I mentioned earlier is still being played. Like, it, it amazed me, like, how many games that, you know, were, say, released years ago are still being played online. And I think the, the king of that story is is in 1998, you had a, a game in Korea, Lisa, that's called Kingdom of the Winds, that is still going today and has a Guinness world record. I think at the time of the world record, it, it was that they recorded it, it was around 24 years that it had been Damn. going. Damn. <laughs> Man, dude. So that like remember how we were talking about a room with servers in it and computers and air conditioners just running? Yeah. That means there's one of them bad boys playing this game still. The Kingdom yeah. of the Winds. Yeah, that's interesting. Dude, yeah. that must be yeah. one tired ass computer, man. He's still running this game. He's <laughs> <laughs> running dude. There's like ten people left on this fucking server. <laughs> He's like, I'm God damn, turn my shit off. 
Turn me off. Why did you have to build all these fires? It's like it's taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> On Valheim, when you if you've built a bunch of fires, like it it fucks it up. Like, yeah, it so, slows shit it, down. Yeah, there's always Dude. something, you know, that like for each game that that's like causes the render to jack up, you know. Yeah, just like the, the frames drop to like five <laughs> frames a second. Yeah. Or you'll or you'll hear your like with the PlayStation. I don't know if this happens on the Xbox. I'm sure it does, but uh, or even on my laptop, dude. You'll just hear like everything's not nice and chill. It's just making a nice, you know, and then like you'll like go into a, a where the rendering's all jacked up, dude, and your freaking system will just start going. <laughs> it sounds like the freaking freaking kind of like. Take it's off, right. man. Yeah. Start fucking flying away. It's going so hard. It's like, like damn. All hands on deck. Get out of the air. Yeah, get out of there. Get out of the fire's room. Man. Like, dude, on Ark, you know, um, and uh, before they released the incubator that you can craft, uh, you, ha- you, know, you had to basically just set up a bunch of air conditioners or fires. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, the more, you'd, the more air conditioners, because those air conditioners would kind of like, you'd see how they'd... they'd put out like a, a vapor oh uh, yeah you know the required that vapor to, uh, dude that vapor the more of those air conditioners you set up like i don't know why like especially pepe, pepe tortilla even on his ps4 pro i could like it just start it just start ooh. humming man and he'd have to turn it off like it literally like say your system is overheating you must restart <laughs> like, like fuck turn that air conditioner off <laughs> hit the genie yeah. what are you hatching uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's interesting. I I think there's a ton of cool stories in there. I I I tried to. I think I was inspired by this story by by something called Vine Sauce. He he was doing this thing where he was going back to this old server and uh, was kind of just walking along, talking about how. You know, this stuff meant a lot to people at one time and that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, this. Do you know? Do you know what game it was? I think it's called Active Worlds. Um, okay. And uh, he ran across this uh, this NPC that he thought he thought was an NPC, and, and you know I don't want to belabor out our, our episode here with the long story, but that's kind of what it, it inspired this. Like, like Dude, we've in, been doing that the entire time. Well, I doubt well, there's anyone was, listening anymore. The, the NPC <laughs> was actually a person that was essentially stream sniping him. He he put out that he was going to do this, and so this person kind of trolled him a little bit and went in there and, and and acted like an NPC, but you know also knew a lot of shit like more than an NPC should know and, and uh. called him by his name eventually and just freaked him the fuck out, including me too, dude. Like, I mean, when you're first watching that, like it, it because it, you kind of get the feeling like the NPC has become sentient because it, it starts asking like, am I real? And, and like, yeah, it dude, just, that would trip me out too. You it got that? super weird, dude. It, and it kind of made me think of like, uh, you know, I was kind of mentioning to you, I think, before the episode about, like, you know, old bills that we've had in the arc and, and, like, what it would be like to go back and visit those. And, and it it ultimately just led me to think about, like, in the future, will 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 games literally, you know, that will will they will the information be up forever? And, and, you know, will that be, like, maybe a selling point for a new game? Like, like you know, will, are my kids going to be seeing these things, like, someday? Like, like you know, here's that you know, Parthenon that John built like in, in uh, you know, the version of the Parthenon in Ark or, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, um, well, I think it, it depends. Every game's different. Every developer's different in how they uh, operate their servers. You know, like on Ark, everything, everything, uh, 
disintegrates. You know, it just despawns after a certain amount of time. Um, if, if anything, we could say, like, if, if we happen to have played a lot on, let's just call it server 101, you know, um, we, we would at least be able to say, well, how long has server 101 been up and existed? And we can always remember, the, oh, man, we used to play on server 101. Remember back mm. in the day? Even yeah. though there's nothing there particularly still uh, of ours on that game. I don't know how the other games work. I think it's more of just these game, these servers continue to be up. Um, mm-hmm. But it, when it when it comes to games where you can build stuff and craft and kind of in some re- in in some regard, shape or form, leave your mark. Um, it depends on on the game and you know how that works. So like if if that stuff goes away or not, or if it's there forever, it's hard to say. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of. Um, the general answer would be, I guess, you know, if you wanted to be optimistic about it, would be, well, it's just like anything on the internet. It's going to be around as long as the internet is. But True. it's different, you know, with these servers. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's interesting. That's definitely, it's definitely fun to think about. Yeah, and and I think it'll only continue to be, you know, possible in the future as as computing power increases. I, I know one little example for me is is when I was looking for a a PC server to play Arc on. There there was one called Arc Forever that hadn't been wiped in in years, and and that was part of the selling point to be on that server. Um, it was a oh it I was see. a PVE um, server, and it was called uh, you know Arc Forever or something like that, and and. Uh, that appeals to me, you know, because that's one of the hard parts for me is is a lot of times like in my arc experience, I'll spend a lot of time working on something and, and like it's it goes away like like it, it it's amazing how important it is until it's not like it's just all of a sudden like like, you know, you never know yeah. when that last day is that you're there. Yeah, like, like you don't know so it true. when it's happening, but like it's just one day you realize like you're just not going back and, and I. I I'd like to see it, you know, more like linear and like con- have like continuity, uh, like you know, each time. But but I also understand why it needs to be wiped too, you know, and and, and yep. you know, kind of start anew. So it's so um, that you can have a new, yeah, have a new experience, you know. Uh, yeah, and I've started like cultivating my my actions based on that a little more than I used to. You know, I, I think that was a hard learning experience for me, but. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as, you know, like say like uh, anything else like, like that. Dude, how about that Eve online story, man? What a <laughs> dick move, dude. <laughs> I, I we feel were, like we, you, you know, I have played a little Eve online and, and you've played way more than I have. So maybe, maybe you can kind of like enlighten our listeners a little bit about this dude. When, when I, you know, like, as I say, this sort of this last segment was sort of for me going to be like, you know, the weirdest stories kind of inspired by that vine sauce story I mentioned there in active worlds. And, and as I'm doing the research, I keep seeing like 200 K high, you know, in Eve or, um, you know, guy, <laughs> You know, breaks it off and everyone's ass on Eve. <laughs> breaks it off and every, there's a lot of fuckery in Eve online. Yeah, what is good? What, what I, I mean, you know, you ask me like, like, what's up with that? Like, like, I that's it. Like, I saw some stories like where serious heist and and you know, uh, an environment. It sounded like like that the developers pretty much left it wide open to how folks wanted to 
you know, proceed. There's really no rules as far as what you yeah. do. And, and it's, and it's, it's complex enough to support, like I could create a bank if I want to and, and start. Yeah. I'll explain. And, and let me, I'm pulling this up real quick just cause I want to like, just for reference, um, how long Eve online has actually been around. Cause it's kind of crazy how long it's been around. It was, dude, it was released. Wow. I didn't, I didn't realize it's been around this long. It was released in 2003. Wow. When we 20 when years we, ago. When we bring up this timeline, I, I, I think what we just went through, that that's impressive. That's bonkers. I didn't realize that. So let me get my little outline here. We'd have to go back to uh I mean you're talking like right after EverQuest. EverQuest was nineteen ninety nine. Like We're talking, yeah, we're talking this is when Dota came out. <laughs> Dude, that's it's been around for a long time. Always been online, and yeah, what it, what we got is a huge. It's a it's a universe. There's like m- multiple thousands of galaxies that you can explore, and basically they just created the developers just created this. Um, I think they're called CCP is the developer. They created this this universe, this galaxy that you can explore, and and made it extremely dynamic and versatile and flexible, and basically just said, there you go. You guys do the rest, right? <laughs> That's kind of how, like, like you can, <clears throat> it has its, uh, the game revolves around pretty much just exploration, spaceships, and its in-game currency called ISK, I-S-K, or Interstellar Credits. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, uh, you know, everything in the game is created by the players, sold by the players, purchased by the players, traded. So there's a, there's a, there's an ecosystem of commerce and trade and, and selling and purchasing and like, and there's like no rules. I mean, like there's, I think there's terms of service like any game has, but there's really like no regulations in the, in this game. So anyways, I I know of two stories that really caught my attention, uh, while we were researching this topic and I, I do enjoy playing Eve. I'm not a deep, deep player. Like, you know, I have very little money in the game. I, I, I play from time to time. It's a real slow burn for me. I like to just kind of jump into it every now and then, you might say. Because mm-hmm. it's fun. I love space games, too. But anyways, I found a video online called, like, Biggest Dick Moves on Online Gaming or something like that. And <laughs> one of the stories was that this user, I don't remember his name, but he basically, like, because there's not, like, a, like rules in the game, he created a bank in the game, you can create corporations, you know, you, just like you can create teams in other games or you can create a tribe, an arc, or so on and so forth. And in, in EVE, you can create <clears throat> corporations. And he goes and creates like the EVE Intergalactic Bank. Uh, what would that be? EIB. You know, perfect, right? That's amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> and my understanding is this guy just starts off slow, you know, lending, uh, getting credits, making loans for people that need tools for mining or that want to start off on their adventure and long, you know, so on and so forth. And it eventually becomes a real, like real deal. Like he has employees and he has like uh, players under him and stuff like that. Like he's <laughs> like a created a full fledged bank, man. It's a legit <laughs> bank in the game. Right. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that put real world money into, into the game, right? Like they, to get ISK and stuff some way, you know, th- th- I don't think it's technically allowed, but you know, when has that ever mattered for some of these people, right? Like the, some people put a lot of in, like real world money into Eve Online to 
to move forward in the game, whether it's by obtaining more risk or stuff, so on and so forth. So he's got this bank, and I think eventually he just decided to freaking just empty the accounts into his personal account, his personal character's account in the game, and it was just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> to the entire community. <laughs> and he walked away with 720 billion ISK, which has a real world value <laughs> in dollars. Dude. Somewhere in the, I'd say dozens of thousands of dollars up to maybe like $100,000. There was another scandal. Or, well, or and, like, and that, like, that, that money like, had to, fraud? that had to, to like represent thousands of hours of gameplay oh of people's lives man (laughs) (laughs) and that was one of the like i think he i think that user went out and brought out a video later on youtube where he was just basically like look you dummies needed to be stolen from anyways just for putting so much into a second not real life job (laughs) like you deserved it it's basically what he said and no one can do anything about it was he the one He's, that, like, I saw that one where, like, a guy, he basically put a bounty on himself. Like, he built this super huge ship and put a bounty on himself. and, and Just for the fuck of it. <laughs> to, it was the ship for me. When I saw this, it was like he built the baddest ship ever. It kind of looked like the Millennium Falcon, but on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's as if like it'd been Han on, Solo ain't gonna like, die in this on, movie, bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's been on that Liver King stack, son. <laughs> well, dude, Liver, did you hear about what happened to Liver King? I did, I did. Oh, no, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I see what you're saying, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's been he's been having... Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, it was a jacked ship. Um Another thing happened too. I don't know as the details as well on this one, but it was a very similar story. Um, there's like a one, of, just another corporation. I think they're called like oh man, I'm completely skipping on the name, but basically it was like a a big entity within the game where they were uh, they dealt with diplomacy in sorts or something. Yeah, and one of the like guys, I, I think. Yeah, I think what happened was is that he just basically took full control of the corporation, booted everyone out of it because he had the ability to do so. And in doing that, effectively took over control of all of the assets and patrimony of that of that diplomatic corporation, which was um, in, in that case, the the ISK was it was a bonkers amount. I think it was in the trillions. It was in the trillions and it equaled like hundreds of thousands of real life money. And, uh, and that guy screwed everyone so bad that I think like 4,000 players later went and united to get back at him, <laughs> you know? So that, that's pretty much the details I know there. But it's just, that isn't like, if we look at that, the scale, the scale of that, just on the in, in-game factor, and then the actual like scale of impact it could have on real world people in the real life. Like when, for example, this guy just took all of the money out of that in-game bank. Just to, to look at that, just to kind of step back and look at that. And then reverse our, jump in the time machine and go back to the late 70s when they were using MUD. Excuse me, multi-user dungeons. <laughs> 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 and just and just to kind of like look step back and and see how it's evolved mm. over 
more or less 50 years. It's, it's just, it's nuts. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it's it, crazy. It's amazing how fast I think it's happening, even though it seems like it's taken a lifetime, which it has, you know, for us and, and myself especially. But I also see, like, let's use Bitcoin, for example, where there's tons of freedom involved in, in like, this being unregulated and, and sort of being a new thing. But there's also that's one of the problems is that it's unregulated as much as like, I think we, you know, feel like bound by these things at times. Like, you know, as I see, you know, talk of the metaverse and all these things like, 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 you know, being more opportunities like this for human beings to come together. I think I even saw something once that like, there might even be a concept like where people could network their own country. Like, you know, I just decide like, you know, I don't want to be an American anymore. I'm going to be a utopian and, and, you know, we're all part of this thing and, and we all, you know, subscribe to this and, and, you know, basically sovereignize our, or, or and I'm not sure if that's a word, but make our own sovereign country, you, you know, and like and, on a network. Yeah. 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 I, I can see, uh, there be like, uh, you know, brainstorming around stuff like that out there. It's all, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, we all have a social security front- number and like we pay into taxes and things like that. Like if you basically started, you know, another one of those, like, like, you know, you could do that. And, and my point being like, like I, I, I don't have, you know, the information to really predict how that's going to go. But what I will predict is that human beings being involved, shit like that happened here in Eve is going to happen. You know, <laughs> <And> like, you <laughs> know, I think it's fair to say that um, we have not reached the final frontier of gaming, just like we have not reached the final frontier of underwater exploration and space exploration. Roger that. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, I, I know right. that's kind of like a, that's a grandiose, like bold comparison, but I know we have not met, we have not explored every frontier of internet and, yeah. and, and, in connectivity and, uh, and in gaming as a parallel to that stuff, you know, I mean, oh man, we have not, there's, there's much more to come. I think just look, much more to come. looking at this evolution, you know, more than say the, the computer engineer at, at the Department of Defense in the '70s could have visioned in his, you know, multi-user dungeon. We can see like this is going to be a big deal, and it's only going to get, you know, better and more inclusive and and yeah. And those are like a, the f- those are like the few parents back in the day that were like, yeah, go ahead, son, go ahead, get, uh, daughter, play <laughs> video games. <laughs> yeah, play them. Because every every other parent back in the day was like, "Joy us outside. That's right. Get some sunlight. House cat. Yeah. Yeah. No. I Those know. are like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. No, I've got friends that you know my age that have have teenage children at this point, and they they'll they'll complain about you know their kids you know spending all their time in the room, and I'm like. You know, how do we know that the future that that kid ends up spending most of his life in after we're gone is online <laughs> or, or, you know, like yeah. he's, he's g- gaining skills right now that are going to, you know, well, you'd, be yeah. useful in that realm. Um, now, I think there's a lot of importance in getting out, but I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. 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 You're not yeah. going to get a, what is it? Vitamin D. You're not going to get the D from the TV. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it depends on what channel you're on, yeah, you but you know what I'm saying. You can see the TV on the TV. <laughs> no, no, a good balance. Depends on the channel yeah. and the hour. Good, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be watching Cinemax after 11 p.m., you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. At least not down in Latin America. Turn I don't know satellite. what Cinemax is. Yeah, straight <laughs> to the sky. Boom. <laughs> what oh. is that? Um, well... What is there anything else, Chuck? I think we've covered everything. Is there anything else in, that we need to address? I think I'm going to eat this banana and uh, call it a day. All right, don't forget <laughs> to peel it first. Well, let's call it a day. Let's get some <laughs> online gaming in. Uh, good episode. Good episode, man. Thank you so much for yeah. doing a lot of for getting this outline together and getting that research in. No, and man, I enjoyed it. Yeah, listeners, thank you for joining us on our 18th episode. We hope you enjoyed it. This has been a long one. We're coming up on three hours, man. If you are still here listening, you rock, man. Yeah, God, God bless I mean, you. I, w- I don't know if I would have been here listening. Still. <laughs> we, uh, bunch of babblers over here, but we, we do our best. We hope you enjoy. Uh, we're going to be back in another two weeks. Maybe we'll try and get some extra content out just because we've been kind of MIA lately. You know, the holidays were coming through, I think, we we were all busy with family, hopefully, and yeah. enjoying. And now it's a new year, and we got new gaming content coming your way, and, and we hope that you'll continue to join us. Um, if you do enjoy the content, please share it with your fellow gamers out there, or non-gamers, PvEers, PvPers, the whole crew. Uh, you can reach out to us at ovoxandchuck at gmail.com. That's O-V-O-X-A-N-D-C-H-U-K at gmail.com uh, and yeah especially if you got any comments on the stuff we were talking about earlier definitely shoot them our way yeah. and we'll shout you out on the episode <laughs> for show. Chuck yeah. man I love you love you too bro it's a good time definitely uh, hope everybody has a good couple weeks and uh, hope to see y'all soon hell yeah alright man thanks everyone catch you later <laughs>